what's up? Welcome to Super Throne Watch episode 19, the first episode of 2019. Wow, that's a really weird coincidence. I did not mean for that to happen, but <laughs> that's how things line up. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Adelia, and joining me, we have a few special guests. Uh, Roger isn't here, Moises isn't here. Instead, we got uh, three lovely dudes. Uh, firstly, we have Johnny Hayes returning. What's up, Johnny? I'm very cold. Very cold, because it's you're in so Canada. Cold. Yeah, <laughs> it's freezing here, but... <laughs> it, we're getting new music is starting, so I'm excited already. Is new music starting? Kinda. It, who's we dropping like, next? Next, I don't know, but we just recently had the Future and James Blake albums. Yeah. Oh shoot, we did. Boogie's coming too as well. Who's that? Who's that? Uh, shady artist. Um, hmm. His his name's just Boogie. He makes. Uh, he's from Compton. He's pretty cool. Nice. Dude, yes. 2019 shaping up to be good already. I'm still waiting on that. And, I'm pretty sure uh, Gambino's dropping at some point this year, hopefully. You said that I th- last year, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> he was supposed to drop last year. I assume it's because like I think he got injured or something during a concert, That's and true. so I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on the injury and not on him. Um, but I'm hoping he drops. I'm hoping we see. Um, we might see Yandi, but who knows? Um, <laughs> I don't know if Yandi. We'll exists. see, man. I don't know if I don't know if this year's gonna be as hot as last year because last year it was just like nonstop music. But I'm at least hoping for like. This is gonna sound weird, but I'm hoping for like better albums because I think last year had a lot of like good to great albums. But like if this year, if we can get like an excellent Chance album or like an excellent Kendrick album, like I'm all for it. Um, but yeah, also joining us we got Emmett Watkins Jr. What's up, Emmett? Oh, how do you do, nephews? <laughs> if people <laughs> <just> say random <laughs> words, nephews, <laughs> Snoop Dogg over here. Uh, if people don't know you, uh, where are you from? What do you do? I am from the land of Decula, Georgia, better wise known as that small town 40 minutes outside of Atlanta. Um, but a lot of you might know me from when I went against this boy here for the kind of funny prom stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Threw down some lyrics at one another. And now we are bros. So um, I am. I mean, we, were, getting... we were bros during. <laughs> That's true. We were bros like the whole time. But, you know, you got to play up the uh, the the quarrel. Um, That's true. But yeah, but yeah. Um, basically, what I do, I make a lot of podcasts over at uh, Lost Hero Games. Um, you can go to my Twitter. I'm sure I'll be plugged in everything later. Um, but yeah, I make a lot of video stuff there. Do a lot of writing stuff there, and podcasts as well, such as this one. How do you do? Nice man. Uh, and thirdly, joining us, we also have Cool Greg Gettys. Kind of funny. How's it going, Greg? Hey, what's happening, man? I fucking love Super Throne Watch. I feel like I'm back with my family. Yeah, that's Amen. awesome, dude. Amen. All right, you got any albums you're looking forward to this year yet? Uh, man, off tops uh, on January 23rd, we're getting that new members only. That's uh, gonna have nice. a couple new X songs. I'm excited for that. Nice, awesome, I'll man. On that. Awesome. Well, this episode, uh, we are we're doing something special. Um, to start off the year, I figured we should have these three dudes on because one, these are all friends of the show. Uh, and also, we know you guys love Cool Greg. We know you guys love Johnny. And of course, I wanted to introduce you guys to Emmett because uh, Emmett is also like has a lot of dope opinions and saying a lot of dope stuff out there. During the whole Emmett, during like the last two Eminem <laughs> drops, uh, Emmett was mad active on Twitter. Uh, oh hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I figured you'd be great to have on. Um, and if you're listening, you don't know Super Throne Watch, of course, is a bi-weekly podcast only on OKBeast.com. Uh, over here, we discuss hip hop music and, and break down the happenings within the culture. If you like that, subscribe to the show on your streaming service of choice, rate us on iTunes and follow at OKBeast now on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, also you can, uh, so I don't forget uh, in case I don't get back to it at the end of the show, uh, you can follow Johnny on Twitter at Johnny Hayes with two H's. You can follow Emmett on Twitter at EJ sponge 61. Uh, you can Correct. follow Greg on Twitter at kind of cool Greg. 
before we get into the 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 bulk of the show, uh, a few announcements. OK Beast in 2019, uh, we got some plans. We got some things happening. Um, but we're like, I know it's, it seems quiet out there in the ether, and that's because we're preparing some things. So stay tuned for Oak Beast in 2019. Uh, like Dutch says in Red Dead Redemption 2, we got a plan. You just got to trust us. Uh, <laughs> of course, uh, that How plan involves youtube.com slash okbeast. Uh, hit up the YouTube channel if you want to keep up with our videos. Patreon.com slash okbeast if you want to support us monetarily. Um, if you support us at the $1 level, you have access to our Patreon-exclusive podcast, Stir Fry, uh, which is basically our general chat uh, slash comedy podcast where we talk about whatever, talk about movies, uh, TV, life, uh, okbeast in general, all that good stuff. Uh, and of course, thank you guys for the feedback that you've given us about Stir Fry. It seems like a lot of people are enjoying it. Uh, and so stay tuned for that. Um, and also rate us on iTunes. Every rating helps. Uh, and if you, even if you don't listen to us on iTunes, click, click over to iTunes, give us a rating or give us a rating on your podcast service, whatever you listen to us to. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, so without further ado, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about our top five albums of the year. I talked about mine last episode. Uh, and I would bring mine up again, except I deleted the list. Um, <laughs> and so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to you guys. And if I can remember, I might like try and pull it from my inside my brain palace somewhere and see if I can remember it. But like, uh, let's start with honorable mentions. Uh, okay. I'm gonna start with Johnny. Johnny, do you have any honorable mentions of albums that you loved from 2018? Uh, the one on the top that isn't quite in my top five because this year is so unbelievably stacked, but was an album that I've it slow crept on me, and near the end, I it became like it's in my top ten. Is everything's fine by Jean Grey and Quelle Chris? I'm not exactly sure if that's how you pronounce his first name, hmm. Hmm. but okay. it is a weird little album that's very. Uh, it's the thing that drew me in was that it's really funny. Like there's a lot of really good bits on it. Uh, the thing that I think I first listened to was there's a Hannibal Burris feature on it, and he hmm. yeah he does he goes full in on it but it's still very like he's keeping the comedy to it but it's super a lot of really smart bars a lot of the production's very weird and different but it's all it's an album that not a lot enough people talked about that i found myself going back to way more than i thought i would when i first listened to it nice man i haven't actually heard of jean gray i got outside she's, of x-men she's super cool okay <laughs> outside but, of yeah, X-Men. That's, well, <laughs> <laughs> nice moonlights as a rapper as well uh, yeah, sounds good though. Sounds good. Uh, do you have any other honorable mentions, or is that your your one? Um, that was my one big one. The other one, it's not like super hip hop, but the new Death Grips album is really good. Mm, it's nice. super weird. They're always weird. Was that twenty eighteen? Yeah. Okay. Um, it dropped oh, recently though, right? It was like end not of twenty eighteen. Was it? Uh, give me a second. Or maybe I'm tripping. Maybe <laughs> I just saw some memes. Was, no, yeah, it was twenty eighteen. I think it was maybe over the summer. I don't know. Okay. It came out at some point. It's loud. It's weird. It's cool. If God, I can ask, cool. if I can ask real quick, because I've heard of Death Grips before, but I'm not entirely sure like what type of music they make. Because it sounds like death metal, but I keep hearing it brought up in rap conversations, it's... so I'm a little confused. <laughs> That's valid. It's um loud. Is the, <laughs> you know, okay. like, it's, it's like super it's super noisy and aggressive production he is rapping but it's also not like conventional like hmm. bars it's super it's just weird there's no one else really like what they do and it's so which is why i'm always interested to hear what they drop interesting so it's like okay. loud loud punk rap kind of like, yeah is it like would you like say it's like screamo rap or like 
It's not that far. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Some, sometimes hmm. a little bit. <laughs> okay. I might have to yeah. check out Death Grips then. It kind of <laughs> sounds like it kind of sounds like that Busta Rhymes track off of the Southpaw soundtrack. Dang. That's a deep cut for anybody. Who yeah, that's that. a that's a very deep that's cut. A... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Man, Emmett, what about you? Would you have any honorable mentions? Um. Yes. Uh. It's funny because you said we could do honorable mentions, so I made just as many honorable mentions as I did. <laughs> Top five selections because <laughs> nice. I'm crazy, um, but I'm not going to focus on each of them too long. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Daytona by Pusha T. Um, now, I know other people love this Pusha T album a lot more than me. Um, I'm not like a I've never been like a huge Pusha T fan, not for any reason related to him, just because, you know, I've been focused on other things. Um, but Daytona really caught me off guard with how, with how much I liked it. Um, I really wouldn't have paid attention to it if it wasn't for the outstanding beef that sprang from it. But um, mm-hmm. otherwise, uh, the, the album was really good. My main flaw with it is that just as I'm getting into it, it's over. And yeah. I wish it was longer. Um, but hey, he's getting a Grammy for it. So that sh- clearly shows some quality. Or he's he nominated for a Grammy. <laughs> which, we'll which see one? if he gets it. Do you know what Grammy's nominated for? I think maybe Best Rap Album. Okay. I can see yeah. it. Yeah, he's in best rap album. I don't know who else is against him. In it, I know for a for fact sure Dayton- best rap album. Daytona was in my top five. Uh, I want to say it was like my number three or somewhere around there. Maybe number five. Um, yeah, Pusha okay. T has been one that I follow for uh, probably since My Name Is My Name. Uh, I really like that album. If you like Daytona, I would very much recommend that album. Um, okay. He's not really. I wouldn't say he's my favorite rapper, but they. I, I think Daytona had that that production going to it like mixed with uh yes. with Pusha T's delivery like both those things juxtaposed against each other that dude is gross like that dude is nasty yes. when he like when he raps and then also those beats were nasty that were nasty he was rapping on definitely uh, agreed and so yeah that album is sick yeah that so that's the main reason I had it on there the production with the lyricism just is heaven for me yeah um the next one I'm gonna say is everything is love by the Carters nice. uh, Jay Z and ba- Jay Z and Beyonce for those of you who don't know. Um, I really like that album. Uh, the more I thought about it, though, uh, if it was more of a rap album, then because it seems like it's very split down the middle of here's the type of songs that will be on a Beyonce album. And here are the type of songs that will be on a Jay-Z album. The the less Jay-Z I heard, the less I like the song. And which is kind of weird seeing that I'm a pretty big Beyonce fan as well. Um, but I ultimately did like it. Um, and it got me. That's probably one of the most hype uh just releases that came out last year uh, especially you know beyonce had that line where she said i'm everybody's type in that one song and i was high off of that one line for like a month so <laughs> i was like god damn she's right um so yeah everything That's is love album. man yeah. i feel like that album is weirdly just underrated by people um and i don't know if it's because it came out within that month where it was like uh it was all the kanye drops and then also drake mm-hmm. dropped um and it was just a bunch of stuff going on in that month um where like they dropped and usually i I feel like if this is this was like two or three or four years ago like the world wouldn't went crazy over this album Mm -hmm. yes um but the fact that like we got like i guess over the last like however many years we got like a jay-z album a beyonce album another jay-z album another beyonce album and then this like plus Mm -hmm. like you've had like the whole narrative build up with them of like on um lemonade beyonce talking about like jay-z cheating and then on 444 jay-z like being like oh yeah i'm sorry for all this this and this and this is what happened um mm-hmm. i feel like this album should have blown up more and i don't know why it didn't um because the music is like really good like i don't know if i don't know if i'd say it's the best of what either of them have done but like it's very quality and i found myself yes. listening to it for like the rest of that month um yeah yeah 
The yeah, thing yeah. is, it, it is very quality, but the thing is, it's just like, this is like, this is like Watch the Throne, but with a married couple instead of two friends. Mm-hmm. But the production does not get you as hype as Watch the Throne did. For for mm-hmm. a good half, maybe 60% of those songs is very mellow production, which isn't to say it's bad. It's just not going to be hype and it's not going to be put on the radio. Not every song's an ape shit, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, overall, I like that album. Um, to get to these other ones, uh, Carter Five, Little Wayne. Um, I love nice. that one a whole lot. Uh, just I, I'm a big Wayne fan, so of course I was going to love this, but... Uh, once again, about half the album was Wayne doing his uh, slower, more singy song side. I'm not too big of a fan of that type of Wayne. Um, not saying that it's bad. It's just not what I come to him for. Uh, but overall, like that Kendrick feature was outstanding. That X song, uh, I really dug. Um, yeah. God. And Man. Dedicate was dope. Man, there were a lot of good songs. There were there, a lot but... of like that. There was, I forget the name of the Travis Scott song that was on there. Ooh, that was let sick. it fly. Yeah. yeah, man. Like, it's mm-hmm. crazy how, like, the X song is called Don't Cry, but every time I hear that hook, I start crying. Like, <laughs> that <laughs> that whole album is sick. Um, but, yeah, I, don't, I think it had the same thing. I, like the, I think for me it had the opposite album or opposite problem of the Push T album where, like, I feel like there was too many songs in the Lil Wayne, Wayne, Lil Wayne album that I, I wasn't, like... Like, there are a lot of repeatable songs in there, and I feel like if you cut off all of kind of, like, the, um, the bulk of it or, like, the kind of mm-hmm. what felt like extra... Uh, you could have gotten like a perfect album almost in that yeah, little I between agree. the Kendrick feature, the Travis Scott feature, um, that um, the dedicate was dope. Dedicate uproar, was dope. Yeah. Uproar, like mm-hmm. yeah, there there are quite a few cuts on there. Um, wasn't there? There's another song that's like "Let's Get This Started" or something like that. I forget what it's called. But it's oh like yeah, a, with the Aaliyah feature. Yeah, or like, not? Yeah, not Aaliyah, not Aaliyah but uh, um, what's her name? Ashanti. Is it? Was it Ashanti? Yeah, Ashanti. Yeah. Um, whatever that song God. is called. Uh, would have been like would have made like a great intro on a shorter album i feel like um but mm-hmm. yeah carter five is sick i love yeah. that snoop dogg song yeah Bro, yes oh, i yeah. love that too that sample I didn't, was crazy i didn't expect it to be like as good as it was either because mm-hmm. i didn't think those two artists would go together but yeah it was dope um and then to get these last two uh we talked about it before we recorded but uh young sinatra four by logic mm-hmm. um i liked it a whole lot um, but for this, this album felt a lot like comfort food for me. It wasn't like super outstanding in any specific, in any specific aspect. It was just like, oh, I like this song. I like this song. Pretty much every song on there. I was like, oh, this is good, but I'm not like blown away. Mm-hmm. So that's the big thing with logic. Um, really for logic in general, ever since after everybody, but you know, I still listen to him. He, he's got some good stuff in him. I'm sure. Yeah. How do you guys um, feel about, he just, did you guys hear the new single he just dropped? Yeah. Yeah. Keanu um, Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that one? Uh, a little conflicted. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, really good. There are a couple bars on there that are really good, but also yeah. there are a couple bars on there that I'm like, oh man, didn't need to say that. I'm so, I'm starting to get worried about Logic a little bit because like we've been worried about Logic. <laughs> blessing. I'm I'm a huge. I mean, it's weird because I'm a huge Logic fan. Like Under Pressure is still one of my favorite albums ever, but like everybody, I was kind of like eh on. Um, Bobby Tarantino too, I actually really liked, but I found like a lot of people, at least in my circles, weren't really feeling it. Oh no, uh, that's every circle. Sorry to say. Oh yeah, is it? Is, <laughs> it's weird. Most how many circles. People, I feel like Bobby Tarantino too. Out of the last like three projects he's dropped, I feel like Bobby Tarantino two is the best one because even like Young Sinatra uh, four, I felt was like was cool, but I wasn't excited about it. Even while I listened to it, like, I think I listened, I listened to it for about two weeks. I still listen to Bobby Tarantino two sometimes. Um. <laughs> Okay, I don't fair. and like Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves. 
I listened to that song and I was like, man, if Logic dropped an album like in the next couple months, I don't think I'd even be that excited to listen to it because I've just had. I feel like he drops music too often, almost like. Oh yeah, he does too often, yeah. and then it, it starts to sound samey after the while. After a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is a fine track, but I don't know. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear a trap beat where someone's rapping about how they play Fortnite. Um, yeah. yeah, that too. That yeah. and he that's seems he's thing. like leaning into the memes too in a way that I don't like. Because like he's yeah, talking about himself well, playing Fortnite. He's talking about him being the one eight hundred guy. Um, that, he's talking. He keeps bringing up the fact that he's mixed, and I'm like, man, like you gotta find some something new to talk about, <laughs> please. It's like you can you can reference the memes, but you have to like flip it in some way. You can't just be like, "Oh, I'm acknowledging it," so I'm kind of like taking your ammo away from you before you can say it. Yeah. You have to like say something about it. You have to say something clever. Um, but yeah, we can get into that later. And uh, the last honorable mention I have technically isn't an album. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, I know he had the Black Panther joint come out, but uh, Bad Kid Chill City is a collection of B sides from the Good Kid. Uh, good kid mad city album um Mm -hmm. they got leaked on the internet late in the year um and it was like seven or eight tracks of you know just random songs that didn't come out um and they were really good um now of course they're yeah they're leaked tracks so they have no cohesion as a project but Mm -hmm. um there's a really good feature with uh buster rhymes and michael jackson wait what (laughs) and and it make it makes sense when you listen to it they use the uh uh, I'll be there sample. So that's what the Michael Jackson is, but hmm. that's, that track's really dope. Um, there's another track on there where they kind of use like a game show type tune and they sample that and twist it in a really good way. Um, and then they have another, that song that was on, uh, who TDE, uh, when, uh, who's J-Rock. the guy? Thank you. J rock. Um, that J rock song redemption. They have a version of that on this collection of songs where it's Kendrick and SZA and and no J Rock to be found, and I like that version a lot more than the J Rock version. So yeah, that's worth listening to. But I didn't want to include it in the main list. That probably would have been in my top five, but that's not really a full release. So hmm. that's the last honorable mention. Hey, so what's so, that yeah. one called again? Uh, Bad Kid Chill City. Kendrick Bad Lamar. Kids Chill. Okay, I need I need to check that out because I didn't know that existed, and oh, that yeah. sounds way up my alley. It is really good. Nice. Uh, man, is kid, before I get to Cool Greg, is Good Kid, Mad City? Is that the album of the decade? I mean, uh, the butterfly. Yeah, I that a better album than that. Here's the thing, though. Good Kid, Mad City is the album of the year to like to like people who listen to hip hop a lot. But to Pimple Butterfly is like album of the year to people who listen to music a lot. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the wider the wider world is like, oh man, Pimple Butterfly is a classic, and then everyone else who just listens to hip hop is like, yes, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But like, good kid is good kid is the shit for hip hop. Also, I feel like uh, beautiful dark twisted fantasy was in the last ten years. Ooh, does twenty ten count as the decade? Eh, I don't it's, think so. I feel like that was last decade almost. Yeah, man, that's, two, that's two thousand one to two thousand ten. Was okay. interesting. My four yeah, drive. It's it's I, it's in the conversation. I, I feel I like, like it, that, but I don't think that stands up to. It's good, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, it's Cole's best album, but it's in the top 10, but it's not like the album of the year. I feel like that's the case. It's like a solid like five, maybe four, somewhere right. around there. Uh, cool, Greg. You got any honorable mentions? Yeah, I got a few. First, I want to say Moneybag Yo's Reset. Did any of you guys listen to that? Oh, it's good? 
I, I heard that uh, yeah. the J. Cole track he had, but I hadn't checked out the rest. J. Cole track's really good. They got the, um, I think it's called Lower Level with Kodak. That's really good. There's a mm. few songs on it I really liked, and I, I didn't expect myself to like it because I saw him live, and he did a cool or whatever. He was all right. But uh, when I left, I saw you dropped an album. I decided just to listen to it, and I was really blown away. I thought it was, like, I don't know, a lot better than I ever expected. Wow. Nice. Um, Something I've been listening to nonstop is that Spideyverse soundtrack. Dude. Yes. It is, <laughs> like, it is amazing. I've listened to that a lot more than I've listened to a lot of albums in 2018, and it just dropped in December, so I feel like that you know, needs to be mentioned. Um, yeah, I everything agree. Love. Really oh, sorry. Go on. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, Spider-Verse soundtrack is, like, way dope, and I said this on Twitter, but I didn't know who a good 80 or 90 percent of those people were on the track list but now i'm like a pretty big fan of all of them and i'm about to check out like slump god i need to check out hell uh, yeah you do corday i need to check out hell yeah yeah, you do i like that yeah man that soundtrack did its job (laughs) um but also everything is love man i really I, i i liked it a lot dude i can't believe you guys weren't fucking with it that was a real <laughs> no, surprise I, to me. I fucked with it. I fucked with it heavy for a long time, but after a while, I'm like, there's really like three songs I loop, and so, you know, I like those three songs a lot, but the rest of them, I'm like, they're fine. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I don't. I can't remember if how Roger and Moises felt about it, or if they listened to it on the show. Um, I, I'll say yeah. nice is nice is up there for one of the best tracks of the year. Yeah. That's the Pharrell, that's the Pharrell, Pharrell one, one, right? Yeah, yeah, that Pharrell feature. Yeah, is fucking that was hot. a nice song. No so pun intended. Good. <laughs> Good one. Uh, I also like that YBN mixtape. Did you guys check that out? I did not check that one out. Um, I heard tell me about snippets it. of it. I've just listened to it a lot, so that's why I'm bringing it up. Mm. Nice. And uh, a lot of YBN okay. Corday on that, and he goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Then we also got NBA Young Boys uh, until death call my name. Nice, nice. Mm. I haven't listened to that one either. I've heard a bit about it, and I've had a couple people tell me I should listen to it, but I haven't gotten to, gotten around to it. Um, but yeah, nice man. Yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Okay. Um, before we get into our t- into our fives, uh, also want to uh, point people to. I want to point people again uh, to. You said Lost Hero is is what your site is, Emmett. Yeah, Lost many, Hero Games. How many people are part of it? Um, it's a lot of people. Uh, as far as writers for just the game section, it's like ten ish people. Um, but as far as people who've actually written a whole bunch of stuff, it's probably like seven of us so far. Um, cause a lot of them just hopped on. So nice. yeah, it's something we're trying to build there slowly, but surely, you know, awesome. Uh, so yeah, people, if you're listening, check that out. Uh, and of course, uh, cool Greg is part of kind of funny. And I know a lot of people listening uh, to this show probably also listen to kind of funny, but if you don't listen to kind of funny, or if you haven't heard of kind of funny, uh, check it out. Uh, kind of funny. They, they're, do, I'm pretty sure by the time this posts, it will still be January. And so this whole month, uh, Kiev is doing a fundraiser. Uh, for the Patreon, trying to get those goals, trying to uh, travel around the country, do all do all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, let's send so you to London. <laughs> send them to London. Send them to New York. Send them to. I'm pretty sure you guys are already going to New York, and I think you guys are already going to yep. Vancouver, um, which I'll probably be at that Vancouver one because I live in Seattle. Um, and so, yeah, check out kind of funny, do all that good stuff, and I guess jo- check out Johnny's art <laughs> since Johnny. Yeah, isn't... I guess follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I don't have an organization yet. Yeah, follow Johnny. Organization C tier unofficial OK Beast member the other day on Twitter, and no one said no, so I guess that's me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just let I'll just let that exist in the ether. That's yeah, the statement. exactly. Um, let's get into our top fives, and so of course I'm not gonna give mine because I don't have my list here, and I already talked about it last episode. Um, man, I want to say I'm actually I'm pretty sure my number five was swimming for Mac Miller, and so I'll say that. Um, so that should have been in my honorable mentions too. 
Yeah, Swimming is such that a great album. album. Gorgeous. You guys think it's taking home that Grammy? Man, oh, I don't know. Which Grammy is that? Best rap album? Yep. Yeah, best rap album. But is... It's also up against Nipsey Hussle. Mm. Nipsey mm. Hussle. Well, I think Pusha Cardi's T. in there, right? Cardi B. Ooh. Cardi's probably, yeah. And Astroworld. Dang. Post Malone in there too, right? Bet- or no? Or is he for album? Wait, who's in there? I was thinking Post Malone, but I think he's album of the oh. year. Yeah, he's, Cardi. they disqualified yeah, he's him from year. rap for this one. Interesting. Said there wasn't enough rapping on the album for it to count, so he's just yeah. general album of the year. I would okay. guess it's probably between Astroworld and uh, Cardi B, but I don't know. Swimming could come through, man. Cause, they already like, announced a lot of people... his parents are gonna come. Oh hmm. man! Oh man. yeah! I feel like they. I feel like he can't. You can't send him home empty-handed. It's kind of like when uh when the Joker died. Uh, I forget the Heath name Ledger. of the actor. Heath Ledger. Yeah. Yes. I I feel like it's that situation where it's like they're the family's coming. You have to give them something. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's gonna win like off of oh he we gotta give him because he died. Um, mm-hmm. the album's great. I'm sure. I haven't actually mm-hmm. listened to it, but everyone keeps talking about it so i'm sure it's worthy of it um but it's just a question of is it going to be a popularity contest like it ends up being a lot or are they going to reward the you know good musician that, well, yeah all that's good why musicians, but yeah that's why i say it's between cardi b and, and astroworld because like i if i had to say what album is better between cardi b's album and mac miller's album i would actually probably say that mac miller had a better album but i, I think cardi b had a better like he, uh, had like a better coming out party as far as like her like dropping her album and having this big explosion and everybody being hyped on it and like she's like she's a rap she's a rap artist but she's also a pop artist and so like she has that wide exposure of everybody listening to like um to what's the name of that main song on there um best life uh, no or money bitch you can't fuck with me if you wanted to oh uh, bodak yellow yeah, everybody listened to Bodak Yellow and Best Life and like there's God. a lot of songs on there that had like radio exposure where like I don't My think Mac Miller had that radio. It's actually exposure. Mac Miller's uh, birthday today. Oh yeah, yeah I was gonna mention that earlier. I forgot about that. Today. Yeah, happy yeah. birthday, Mac Miller. Rest in peace. Shout out to Mac. Shout out to Mac Miller. Um, let's get into uh, Johnny. What's your number five? So this was the one that gave me a little bit of a crisis because it was like a week before the episode. I finally changed this album from my number six to my number five because it was going to be kids see ghosts for the longest time and then hmm. something snapped in me and i realized that i should put World on this list interesting because hmm. that album is what like seven months old now and i still will sit down and listen to the whole thing like every week it's just hmm. so constantly on repeat for me and it's just it's an album that uh when it first came out i was like i like most of the songs on here like it's a return to form from birds which i didn't think was that bad but it's not rodeo mm-hmm. and um i thought this album had a lot of like the production's excellent throughout like as much as it gets memed on sicko mode's a really great song and sounds Dude, amazing like, sicko mode is-, is from another planet like yeah i'll listen Phenomenal. to it i was I, I was chilling um at a restaurant the other day and they started playing it uh, it wasn't a fancy restaurant by, by any means <laughs> <laughs> um but it started playing and like legit Every time I hear that song, I can't, like I can't help but get like entranced by it. Like it's some yeah. there's something that's hypnotizing about that song. Um, I, I don't know if it's the beat changes. I don't know if it's like every time uh, Travis Scott says "Yeah," like "Yeah" behind Drake. Like every time I hear that "Yeah," I get scared for my life. I'm like, "Yo, I can't. This ain't safe right, <laughs> right now." <laughs> um, Sickle Mode is sick. I haven't I haven't listened to actually any of the other songs on Astro World. Actually, you know what? 
I'm like a halfway point in between both of you because I tried to listen to the rest of the album, and to me, Sicko Mode is just so much better than every other song on that <laughs> album that it's it's hard for me to even like take the rest of the track list seriously, um, which is kind kind of harsh to say. But to me, I no, just love fair. Sicko Mode so much, and so mm-hmm. the rest of it, I was like, eh, yeah, Sicko Mode again. Um, there's one song on there, "Stop Trying to Be God," with the I think Stevie Wonder's actually the feature on it, mm. and it is another one where the whole album for me it just has that like bless you kind of put it well where it's like it puts you in a trance where you're just in it, and I just can't help but be like totally absorbed into it. Where there's so many times where I'll just go listen to like just the opening track because Stargazing I think might even have a better switch than um like beat switch than Sicko Mode does, where it just like hits. And the mm. way I've heard it described, or the way I've yeah, I think I saw someone on Reddit say it, and then I've just kind of adopted it since, is that it immediately starts out the Theme Park album, which is, like, my entire vibe, with, mm-hmm. it sounds like the song, the start of it is the build-up, like, building up the roller coaster, and then the beat switch hits, and it's, like, a 90-degree drop, and it just goes so hard, and, like, nice. the whole album's just so weird, and I loved it more and more the more I listened to it, so I think because of its staying power alone, I had to keep it on the list. Hmm. Do you have a favorite song from it? Stop trying to be God. I nice. think for me. I'm gonna give that one a listen. Um, remind me after this podcast because I because yeah, I, I actually have wanted to listen to the Astroworld album. I just never got around to it because there's so much stuff dropping uh, in the summer. Yeah, I, I really like that song Yosemite. Yeah, Yosemite is really good too. Nice. Okay, sounds dope. Nice. Uh, Emma, what's your number five? My number five. Uh, I had to get this artist on here somehow, some way. He released two albums like within a month and a half of each other. So it was hard to pick one, but I'm going to go with Prime 2 by Prime. Uh, For those Mm. of you who don't know, that's the group made of DJ Premier, one of the most legendary DJs in the rap game. And uh, Royce the 5'9", one of my favorite MCs. Wait, that's Um, them? Yeah, yeah, that's them. I've seen the the name Prime, and I've seen people be like, oh yeah, Prime just dropped. And I was like, okay, that sounds like a new (laughs) new group. I didn't know it was DJ Premier and Royce the 5'9". Oh yeah, it's DJ Premier and Royce the 5'9", and they're both doing what they do best. Um. I, I really fuck with this album. It came out at the beginning of the year. Um, I kind of have a funny Twitter thing with this one because I did a review of it on my YouTube channel back in the day. And I tweeted it out. And DJ Premier actually retweeted my review of it. Nice. <laughs> and I was, like, super excited about that. And then people shout on me in the comments, like, he doesn't know who this guy is. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, That's how but it goes, yeah. You should, exactly. you should see the comments on my XXXTentacion video. Oh, oh no. Lord. <laughs> Considering the like views, video, I'm afraid. Man. No, it's It's horrible. a great video. Thank you. I, I, actually like sh- I actually showed your video in class one time for like a presentation. Really? So, so did I. Yeah. I actually Dang. have to. I've, sh- I've shown the Gambino one in class. Dang. Thanks, guys. Oh. I'm out here edu- <laughs> yeah. educating the people. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Prime 2, uh, it's just really good stuff, man. DJ Premier is one of my favorite producers in all of rap. Um, so to have him back once again with a lyricist like Royce the Five Nine, um, just I love Royce the Five Nine. He has plenty of uh, punchlines throughout the whole album, but just his flow and cadence over these more like boom bap kind of '90s, early 2000 era beats is what really sells it for me. Um, and unlike the first Prime that came out a couple years back, um, the first Prime was like very aggressive, very like theatrical. This this one, the sequel feels a little bit more laid back, more mellow in its instrumental mm-hmm. choices. Um, and it still gets you hype with some of the choices, but it seems like they're very much uh, trying to focus on the more relaxed vibe. Um, it kind of feels like like a victory lap. Um, that's what this whole album feels like. So it's a lot of like, hmm. w- when I say party type songs, I'm talking about like, we're all into drinking champagne parties. 
not like a turn up party. Um, so yeah, it's it's just really good. They got a good uh, CeeLo Green feature at the end of there. There's a good uh, a big crit feature that's pretty good. Um, they have a yellow wolf feature, and I only there's only one yellow wolf album I like, but the feature on here, he's put on like a hardcore rap song. I was mm. expecting some like banjos to come out, but no, they give him <laughs> <laughs> like I love yellow wolf, but that's what I expect from him. Um, yeah, they gave him like a really hard grimy beat to go on, and he actually sounds very well. Um, so yeah, Prime 2, excellent stuff. Uh, one day I hope Slaughterhouse gets back together, but until then, Prime will suffice. Dang, I need to give that a listen actually, because I actually every time I every time every time I think of DJ Premier, I think of pianos for some reason. Because that dude, <laughs> that dude knows how to chop up some pianos and put together some dope beats. Well, he knows how to chop up like just music in general. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so yeah, g- do give it a listen. Um, there's a Dave East feature on, feature on there too. I almost forgot. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's good. Go go give it a shot and listen to the first one if you haven't. There's a good logic feature as well. Nice. I need to uh, listen to that again because I listened to it a couple times at the start of the year because my grade 12 history teacher recommended it to me. Damn. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That he was the class where I would sit there and he would just be like, hey, you ever listen to clips? And I'm like, yeah, I have. And he's like, yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> That's hilarious. He's like, you ever heard yeah. grinding? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he sent me a grinding meme on Twitter once and I was like, yo, this is the best class ever. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. That's, that's oh, great. Boy. Uh, cool, Greg. What's your number five? My number five's uh, Kids See Ghosts, Kanye and Cuddy. Nice. Awesome, I like man. that. I feel like I can keep going back to it just for the beats alone. And mm-hmm. each song it sounds so different to me that, I don't know, it fits so many different kind of moods. Nice. Do you have a favorite song on there? Definitely Fourth Dimension. Yeah. yeah. That Which one was that? Was that the one? Um, the Christmas that's sample, the one with right? the four dimensions. <laughs> with the four dimensions. Was that the one with <laughs> where um, the, the sample about Christmas? I the think Santa? so. This is the many little sample in the beginning. Yeah. A little song okay. or something. Nice. Yeah, I like uh, that a lot. I know for a fact Kids See Ghosts uh, was on my list. Um, no, wait, no. I don't think it was, actually. I think I had <laughs> Yay on my list. I think I, I can't remember now. I had Yay on my list because I, I had to choose between it and, C- and Kids See Ghosts. Um, and I decided to go with Yay because I felt like Yay was like... I feel like they're both two sides of the same album at all. Like, uh, Cool Greg, did you, did you listen to much of Yay? No, I didn't. So, like, Ye had, like, a lot to do with, like, Kanye kind of in the process of, like, being crazy and kind of out of his mind and, like, dealing with his um, uh, bipolarism or whatever, like, whatever it is that he was dealing with. Uh, And so, like, it's a lot of him talking about, like, his troubles with Kim or him talking about, like, um, just him, like, being, like, there's a song called Yikes, which is, like, him, like, being in the state of, like, madness. Uh, Even the first song was, like, it's called I Thought About Killing You. Uh, it's kind of him talking to himself, talking to like, uh, I guess he's him kind of talking to his own ego, talking about, I thought about killing you. And then him saying some crazy stuff. I feel like Kid See Ghost is like the antithesis of it where like Kid See Ghost is him and Kid Cudi kind of talking about like their own demons and their own troubles, but also like coming to terms with it and like more of a healthy, healthy way. Um, mm-hmm. which is why I love Kid See Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think my, my favorite song on there is probably Reborn, uh, that's that's, that's a pretty dope too. song. Nice. Yeah, I'm not a big uh, Kanye fan, even though I'm a big Jay Z supporter and like just fan in general. Uh, every time I go back to Kanye, I'm never really impressed as I am like compared to like the good old mm. days, like graduation, college dropout, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I was really surprised to have listened to this album as much as I did. Did you come to the album more for Kid Cudi, or like did you just want to give it a shot? 
No, that as well. I have some friends that are huge Kid Cudi fans, but I've never checked him out either. So this is my first Kid Cudi uh, project I've checked out. And this is the first. I really only went to this project because of the art, if I'm being real with y'all. Because that shit was so sick looking. I remember I even tweeted about it like, damn, this shit's crazy. Damn, what's his name? Um, It sounds like Takashi, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, It's like the same. It's the same guy who did the graduation art. Yeah, it is. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. Is it like Miyazaki something or like... I'm gonna Miyazaki find it. I will art, yes. you because <laughs> <laughs> the same guy who disappeared away. Um, uh, Takashi Murakami. Murakami, that's oh, okay. who it was. Yep. Yeah, I had a wallpaper on one of my old laptops that was just like a uh, some Murakami art. Um, his art is fantastic. I don't know how it's Kanye so like found him. Um, I'm sure Kanye. I mean, I don't. That sounds weird because I'm not saying Kanye discovered Murakami, but like <laughs> I'm not sure like where Kanye like who told Kanye about Murakami or like where mm-hmm. like he made that connection, but like. That dude, Murakami, he also designed the uh, set for um, the Flogna Kid Seba Ghost performance. Did he? Oh, the big box thing? Yeah, I thought that was him. Maybe he had a part in it. I don't know. I remember seeing him tweet about it, something about that. But yeah. Did anybody else have Kid Seba Ghost in their top five? Almost. I I, I haven't even heard it. (laughs) Really? What? Yeah. Dude. Now, okay, let me, let me, let me defend myself. Uh, The only. (laughs) The only reason I didn't listen to it, because I heard Yay when it came out all the way through, and there were like two or three songs. I really like that one song that everyone says is kind of problematic, where he's like, you know, people's is pimps, people's is door, until they have daughters. Oh. I forget what that song is uh, called. Is I really like, maybe, it's like toward, it's like the last song, I yeah. think. Um, so I, I thought Yay was pretty good, and I was going to listen to Kids See Ghosts, but I just, you know, I was listening to other things around the time. And then the meltdown started happening, and I was yeah. like, I wasn't like boycotting him, but I was like, do I really need to like listen to this? And if it's yeah. good, I feel conflicted. So like, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get around to it maybe one day. And plus, I was never, I don't really care too much about Cuddy, so that's not a selling factor either. But I've heard because I've been listening to the podcast here, y'all talk a lot of good about it. I see a lot of people on Twitter liking it. I'm I'm gonna give it a shot. And plus, my friend at work, uh, she really enjoys it too. So I I'm 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 running out of opportunities to escape it. So yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I've, get on it at some point. I have those similar feelings about Yandi. Where like, if Yandi yeah. dropped right now, I don't know if I'd listen to it off the top. Like, yeah, man, it's Kanye is just in like such a weird place currently. Where I'm like, like I'm not really one to boycott people. Um, and like if like if I'm the fa- if I'm a fan of an artist I'm a fan of the work depending on what 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 type of work it is or what type of artist they are um, yeah. I'll generally like listen to their music if I like their music um, but there's some, like Kanye has been in such a spiral this like this last year and it's been such a place where I'm like yeah. I don't know if I would enjoy Yandi if I listen to it like right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I got some Kanye stuff to talk about later on, but yes, I I'm, I feel <laughs> the same way. Awesome. Uh, before we get into our number fours, uh, I'm, I asked you people, I asked you people, that sounds really uh, aggressive. <laughs> you people, I asked you guys on Twitter, uh, to give me some of your favorite albums of the year. Uh, Town, Tao Tanzua on Twitter said, uh, not much grabbed me this year. Uh, but then you said Earl Sweatshirt, maybe. Uh, we talked a little bit of the, about the Earl Sweatshirt album on Super Thrill Watch. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I was oh. going to say, you talked about it when I was not here to defend it, because I really like this album. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now, before I say anything, Cool Greg, have you checked it out? Yeah, I listened to it only once or twice, but I remember I really enjoyed it, too. Wow. Wow. So, it's equal match, because I'm on Bless's side. <laughs> I like, and I like Earl Sweatshirt, too. It's all, like, really sad. Oh, yeah. When I heard it, I was like, 
this song, I, I, I very much was not feeling like it sounded like very much like Emmett probably heard what I heard where, where it just sounded put together and not like coherent by any means, which is probably purposeful, but also like, mm, I don't know. Like it, it was very purposeful. Cause I've been, I've been thinking about it. Cause once I heard it, cause it's like it, when I first saw it, it was 18 tracks and I'm like, Oh God, it's going to be long, but they're all like a minute long. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, it's one of those. And mm. then like, you can barely hear his voice and everything. Like, I know it's all intentional. and I know it has like themes of mental health and inst- instability and all that, but it's just not something like, uh, how can I explain this? It's like a really good movie that is really fucked up and depresses you. So you're never going to watch it again. Mm. And it's like that. So those I rhyme scenes to me just got me keep coming back and back. They're crazy. See, see I couldn't even tell you what the rhyme schemes were because it was distorted behind the loud. Yeah, know, I couldn't. I feel like I couldn't hear what he was saying clearly enough. I think it was yeah. part of it for me. Okay, That's maybe if if you're saying there are lyrics behind there, I might go back to just give it a shot and actually hear what he's saying. But otherwise, man, it was difficult trying to get on that. Yeah, and I know, like, Roger, and I can't remember if Moises listened to it, but I know Roger was saying that, like, I should go back and give it a shot, um, because Roger liked it also, um, and so I might I might listen to it one more time just to see, like, okay, maybe, maybe I wasn't, like, hearing it the right way the first time, because, like, the first time I listened to Yeezus, I didn't like Yeezus, um, but I grew to love Yeezus after a while, and so um, maybe that maybe the same th- thing can happen here. Um, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do, you not, do you not like Yeezus? Eh, that's another one where it's like, oh, these three or four tracks are good, and the rest I'm like, blah. Oh man, let me tell you about uh, um, send it up, man. Send it up is a great oh. song. Um, send it down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's nah. get our, let's get into our number fours. Uh, Johnny, what's your number four? Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. Wave. Love this yeah. album. Still, still keep going back to it. I've been a Lupe fan for a very long time. Like, originally, I'm sure I probably found him through Kanye, but that was one of those ones that I just kind of went back and listened through that whole discography as much as I could. And then I wasn't huge on Drogas Light. I think I was on the... Yeah, I was on the episode when we talked about this, where it's... I wasn't huge on Drogas Light, but there was a mm-hmm. couple songs on there that I enjoyed. But I really like Tetsuo and Youth, the one before that. Yep, same. With the mural and the one that... It's the, like, backwards-forwards album. Yeah. And I thought that this was, like a feat because in a year where we had like a big issue with albums since like january of 2018 was that they were just huge like srem life came out and it was massive and culture 2 came out and it was massive and scorpion came out and it was massive and lupe put out an album that's an hour and a half long and i don't find myself like when i listened to it the first time and i still don't find myself looking at like the playlist at some point and being like man this is huge i can skip half of this like i'm still there for all of it and i'm still finding new things and like either laughing at new like triple quadruple entendres that he's got in there in the bars or stuff like that on top of the production i think is also really i really have been yeah enjoying it. i think the production like lupe since like his he first came out i feel like his production has been almost his biggest struggle because like he wasn't one to produce like pop hits he wasn't one to like produce like songs that people would take and kind of just grab to naturally like <clears throat> i feel like kick push is like probably the closest thing he had to like oh man anybody can listen to the song and enjoy it uh and superstar yeah, um yeah but like he never really consistently put out those singles right i feel like most of his stuff was like deep like lyrical um like it's very better in the context of the album yeah better in the context the of the album put on a playlist meet there are multiple meanings behind it um 
and yeah, like I I felt the same way as you where like um his last album, Drogas Light, I listened to it and I liked like two songs from it and then the rest mm-hmm. I was like, This does not sound even like I li- I really liked Lasers, which was probably his most so poppy album. Um and Drogas Light had a lot of like poppiness to it, but not in like any kind of good way. Like it didn't feel like it had like a lot of the depth that some of the songs on Lasers even had had. Yeah. Um and so to listen to Drogas uh, Wave, and I think I talked about on, on the last podcast. I think it was my number two um, or number three. It was one of my, it was in, in my list, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Drogas Wave which uh, was a return to form for Lupe where like the beats felt more coherent than they were in Drogas Light. And then also uh, he had that, it had a lot of meaning to it that like you kind of had to dig for and you, and you, or you had the option to dig for. Like they had yeah. the con- uh, the concept to it, which was like, what if slave ships uh i forget what it was slave ships sunk to the body of the ocean yeah, and began found, yeah yeah and then it's a group of slaves that did sink and like live underwater that go and sink other slave ships to save those slaves and join their underwater army yeah Bro. which sounds ridiculous saying it out loud but it's so awesome like <laughs> yeah which is which that's what i love about lupe because like yeah. the, once again like the cool uh his second album was an album that's all about like a dude named like a zombie gangster named the cool who yeah. comes back up from the dead and yeah. has like this like love triangle with the streets in the game and like <laughs> there there's a whole song about like how the game kills uh or yeah the game kills the cool for s- for sleeping with the streets <laughs> and then like in the, there's a song on there called uh on the cool called put you on the game and it, it's so good uh there's another song another song on there called the die which like it, the way it all fits together and kind of fits the story but also you don't have to be invested in the story of the album to kind of like get uh that much out of it i think it's so well done and then like you look at food and liquor and there's a song on there the song on there daydreaming which yeah. is like about how it's Giant about song. like Mac it's him project building yeah is it him about wrapping yeah. out a project building that's like actually like a transformer <laughs> or something like that like mm-hmm. he it, goes to fight the white house in like a gundam battle <laughs> yeah it's yeah. so good <laughs> um yeah like and, his uh his like big trap banger is about him a girl tries to ask him like get him to teach her how to rap and then while he's teaching her they get chased by the police and then abducted by aliens and then they steal the alien ship and then yeah. she wants to stay and rap in space and he's like no we're going home this is space and then the song ends yeah and like that's let's <laughs> jump from drugs like yeah th- it's this album i feel like wow. it's him back like returning to form like mm-hmm. and man don't let me don't get me started on um on tetsuo and youth <laughs> and what some of those songs yeah. are about like this this album I feel like is him returning to form in a good way, and the music sounds good, and there are a lot of like songs that don't necessarily don't necessarily fit into the concept that still work well. Um, um, I'm thinking about songs like Happy Timbuktu Day, which is like an ode yeah. to DJ Timbuktu who passed away. Um, there's a lot of songs on here on here that I just really good. Um, Jan- Janala Forever and um, what Alan was the other Forever. one? Alan Forever, mm-hmm. um, which are just songs about like. Uh, kids who like who I think that were were they both sh- no one of them were shot was shot in Chicago yeah, the by other a stray one bullet washed up on a beach yeah ground, um the immigrant kid but basically both those songs are just about like what if they continued their lives and like kind of rap like yeah. basically he like rapped what the rest of the lives were like mm-hmm. um and, and then, then like, they end up saving the kid that would have been them dying. Yeah, because like Alan and his, instead of him drowning, he grows up, becomes an Olympic swimmer, and then saves a kid from drowning in the ocean. Like, yeah. And so, Drugus Wave is such a special album, mm. uh, and I would say anybody listen to this, check it out, go mm. listen to it. Like, I think the sound isn't necessarily for everybody. Like, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can say that this, this is an album that like 
everyone can get into and enjoy, but I do think it is an excellent, excellent album. Um, oh, and so, um, what we said last time, it's the JRPG of rap albums. Exactly. Where we're yeah. like, it's not for everyone, but man, if you like this kind of stuff, you're going to love it. You're going like, to love it. <laughs> it's like the Persona 5 of rap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, it will never be on Switch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> JK, it might happen. It might happen. It could happen. It will never be on Xbox. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Emmett, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is from an artist that I didn't even know existed in 2017, and now he's on my top five of 2018. That is JID with DiCaprio Dude, 2. Oh, once yeah. you said that, I knew you were going to, to JID. Mm-hmm. DiCaprio yes. 2 is excellent. Yes, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't expect it to be like so good. It really feels like um, what, what I've been thinking about it is it feels like Good Kid Mad City in the style of Damn. You know what I mean? Wow. Where it's like yeah. similar similar types of themes as Good Kid, Mad City, you know, growing up in the hood, uh, trying to be, you know, what he needs to be for women um, and just that type of stuff. Dealing with fame, being treated differently by your friends. But it has that more weird, more out there, spacey type of vibe that Dam has. Um, and I really like it. J.I.D. The first thing I saw from J.I.D. was his uh, freshman double uh, XL freestyle. And that shit was fucking incredible. Hmm. So, and he actually uses some of those bars in the album here. Um, but that's not a that's not a bad thing because these bars are awesome. Uh, Westbrook is top notch. Uh, Off the Jinkies is a fucking incredible song. <laughs> um, I, I have to rewind that every time it comes on. Uh, Strawberries is a song. Oh one of the, yeah, one of the few rap songs from anybody this year that I actually like low key related to um that that was really good and he, he's just good all around he he never slouches on the bars um here or there some of the production might have been not quite what i have liked but he kept the bars up the entire time which is what i'm there for so yeah excellent stuff awesome dude the song 151 rum like when i first heard that like my ears just perked up because man that mm-hmm. beat and the way he flows on that beat is just sick yeah He's um, find the, he finds these weird pockets every now and then. It's yeah. just like, oh, man, get in there and stay there. In a weird way, he he, and I don't know why, but he, he kind of reminds me of, like, if J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar had, like, a love child. Um, yeah. And, like, that's <laughs> yeah. kind of that's kind of what he sounds sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. Because he, he, he doesn't have, like, a voice. He doesn't have the voice of Kendrick. Like, he doesn't have, like, that edginess to him. But he does have, like, that, that Kendrick flow a little bit. Um, but he has, he has that... He has that like Mona Lisa type flow nailed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like he, his voice also kind of has some J Cole in it, where it's like, I don't, I don't know what it is, like that college kid rap almost maybe. Mm-hmm. And if I can add another illegitimate father into the mix, um, he he also kind of gives me vibes of Eminem. And when I say that, I mean in his playfulness with his mm. bars, um, like that one line in Scrawberries got a couple abortions. Now your pussy's a haunted house. Yeah, like yeah. no, no one in their right mind says that, but. It's a funny thing to throw on on a rap track because, oh, yeah. you know, if you can That's make what, a bar out of it, it's good. When we were talking about his, like, the weird J.I.D. extended family we're bringing up, I was going to say, and then he was <laughs> raised alongside Ski Mask the Slump God because he's just, like, got that fast rap and, like, the weird punchlines and just, like, yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh, I didn't expect that reference. And then it's just, like, it's kind of gross, but you're laughing anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Yeah, shout out JID. Can't wait to see where he goes because DiCaprio two is really good. He, I feel like he has a tip up a butterfly inside of him somewhere or a twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for it. Uh, cool, Greg. What's your number four? Yo, all right. So for number four, 
I wanted to put sweetener for a little while, but I didn't just because I've listened to it so much. But I don't feel like <laughs> ah, it really man. belongs in the conversation. So I decided to take that guy I out. I would have right? backed you up on that. I appreciate you. But uh, yeah, I take that one out. And what I'm putting in instead is, what is this? At? Uh, G Herbo and Southside Swervo. Nice. Have any of you guys listened to that? I, I heard like one track from it, and I don't remember how it went. Right. <laughs> Swervo. But, yeah. Swervo. Yeah, nah. I, I think I that heard was that probably it. Yeah, something. I think that was a single. But uh, yeah, that went crazy. I, I listened to it so much. I think I probably played that one of the most albums I played when I used to do a whole lot of game shit because I just feel like every song hit. He never. I don't know if you guys are familiar with too much with G Herbo. What would you guys say? Uh, I've heard him in like features of other people's songs. I've heard people talk um, about him, and I feel like if I listened to him, I'd probably like him a bit. He's one of those. Yeah, one of those guys like. He talks about some crazy, you know, catch you in traffic. I'm a savage type shit, but his rhyme schemes, he really goes crazy. He stays on topic and uh, you, okay. you really believe everything he's saying. He's like, he actually has a talent. He's not just like, you know, going crazy. Okay. Nice, huh. man. I, I might need to check I'm him out myself. Yeah. 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 I got to check that out. Cause like, the, I, I've been in a weird state where like I just haven't been checking out like as many new artists. Like, JID was the last new artist that I found and, and, been, and been listening to. And then like, um, of course, like people from the Spider Verse soundtrack. Also mm-hmm. been giving that a listen Vince to. Vince Staples. Yeah, I started with this year. Yeah, Vince Staples. I also did start with this year, and I've been. I'm now like a, a big fan of, of Vince Staples. Mm-hmm. Uh, G Herbo liked uh, FM. Yeah, yeah, FM. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was cool. I, it wasn't my favorite, but I thought it was cool. It was worth listening to. Yeah, like it's it's one of those ones where I really liked it. It's not in my top five at all, but like, I it's one of those ones where I put on whatever I'm driving. Like mm-hmm. it's like the perfect like bump this in my car type music. Oh, yeah. uh, for me, where like the lyrics aren't really that deep at all for me, or like the lyrics don't really like. They don't really hold me, but like the beats and like just the rapping in general, I'm like, okay, I can get behind this. Yeah, um, that's kind of how I feel about it. Uh, I feel you on that. Before we get into our number threes, uh, I'm gonna pull another one for Twitter. Uh, Mark Freeman says, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Fear, fear. Oh yeah, fear, fear, fear. Music. Yeah. Um, you again. Well, he, uh, that's his favorite album of last year. Hey, that's dope. Good for him. Mm-hmm. I nice. appreciate the Which love. That's, that is, is that? isn't as uh, hip hop too. I, I think I was not. It's not like Sweetener, but still not in the same conversation as this. I don't think. It's a little mm. more R and B. Yeah. R and B. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I've not I, heard I of R and B. Or I've seen the name. I've seen the name here, but I haven't like heard any of the music. I don't think. Yeah, it's an artist from a uh, tone deaf who's a friend of the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, she's Great dope. Googly moogly. I need to check that nice. out. Great yeah. Lucy Camp feature on that album. Yeah, uh, I'm also I'm also gonna throw an, another one in here, just as like an honorable mention for me. Uh, Dedication Six Reloaded came out at the very Yo. beginning of the year, <laughs> and I listened to a lot of Dedication Six Reloaded. Like, dude, that one that is one that I feel like flew under so many people's radars, but I liked it better than Dedication Six. Like, there are so many songs on D Six Reloaded that are just like that hit. Um, it's like Lil Wayne allowed to be Lil Wayne, <laughs> if that makes se- made sense. I'm I'm 300 there with you. Yep. If there were no skits, I would like it more than Dedication Six. But I'm with you there this, also. Yeah, the skits kind of ruin a little bit. Where like at yeah. the end of every song, uh, or not each song, but at the end of a lot of songs, uh, Lil Wayne's just talking about like just some random stuff. Like oh, people are asking questions. I think is what it is, right? Yeah, they like interview him and everything, and you know how Lil Wayne is when yeah. he's talking. So yeah. it like breaks up that pace of the song. Like, God bless him, but, you know, you get that, like, super high intense rap song, and then it's the interview. It's like, let me tell you, I think about basketball. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's exactly that. Bad Lil like, Wayne impression. It's like, yo, I don't want to hear Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne's regular voice right now. Like, I don't yes. want to hear him if he's not rapping. 
Um, Indeed. But there's songs like the song Drowning on there is is sick. Uh, the song um, Abracadabra is probably my favorite song on there. Um, mm-hmm. There's Wheezy Madonna. There's Bloody Mary was on there, I believe, right? Bloody Mary, yep, that's on here. Yeah. Um, and then there was another song, I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was Bloody Mary that I was thinking of. Oh, no, Groupie yeah. Gang, which is this Gucci Gang Ooh, verse. Ooh, that's good. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, shout out to uh, D6 Reloaded. That's one That's one that goes under all the radars. I think because he also released... Um, de- um, um, what's Dedication Six was kind of Carter earlier, Four also. Carter I'm one of those five. believers that uh, Lil Wayne never had a bad era. He just he was always doing it, putting out music that I wanted to listen to. And I know a lot of people aren't with that same thing. Were you with? Do you did you like? Um, I I I'm not a human being. I liked every, yeah everything nice. really. Like I think he goes crazy. That was I, I, man. Yeah, I am not a human being. Came out I think when I was like maybe like a senior in high school or something like that. And so it was like the era where I was like getting like very into music and like uh i remember listening to it and being like this is weird but i kind of like it um like that's the one with that big sean feature i believe right um uh, i like think that's like that's the one drop with that bass that song oh maybe maybe that might have been so. i'm not a human being too once one, he like, put I out think, sorry or sorry i am not a human being i think had drop the world with eminem on it yes okay i know that one yeah God, yeah, I'm pick the world up and I'm gonna drop it on. You. That might have been like when I was like a that junior crazy. or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, I have some homework to do. Apparently, yeah. I think the only like <laughs> my only thing that yeah. I'll fault Lil Wayne for is that like there was an era or there was a time where he was just doing way too many features on pop songs, um, and it was getting it was I getting remember. a bit much. Um, but like I think his albums themselves, I thought were all, I think have all been like bangers. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's yeah. had a bad bad album. I, the only thing I'd argue for Wayne is that I'm kind of with you, Cool Greg, where I don't think he's ever had a an off era, but I was always into him during that era, and when I listen back to him, I'm not into every single one retroactively. Okay, so interesting. Th- yeah, that's like the one thing I'd say. But overall, he's been he's been a consistent hit maker his entire career, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll say a quick side story. Um. On like my twelfth birthday or something, we were all my friends were in the car coming back from like Star Castle Arcade or something, and Yo DJ came on, and yeah. because I'm Emmett Junior, everyone was like, "Go EJ!" Oh, that's my hey. EJ, and Dude. I felt like a fucking king. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I have I have a similar thing going on, but it's worse because like since I'm ble- bless since I'm Blessing Junior, oh, God. people say go BJ, and I'm like, "Yo, stop, please." Stop. <laughs> Not, not a good a look. Wayne song, please. <laughs> not a good look. <laughs> He'll go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's oh, talk boy. about our number threes. Johnny, what's your number three? Uh, Taboo, Denzel Curry. Oh, nice. man. Is so good. Nice. Like, uh, yeah. Denzel was not someone I was super aware of before this. Like, I knew him from Ultimate, obviously, because that's, like, his big song. And that was, like, right on when I was kind of starting to get into rap. That was one of those songs that, like, it was big enough that it kind of jumped the gap of like i knew a lot of people that would just like play it because it's really hype and i did i wasn't thinking too much about taboo until it came out and i went to listen to it and i was like listening to other things at the time and then i think it might have been this show actually that i listened to an episode and roger was like going off about it and i was like all right i should probably listen to this and then it like destroyed whatever expectations i have like there isn't a bad song on this album i don't think I will still... That's another one. I think I'm probably going to say it a lot. With everything on my top five, I'm still listening to it. Like, it's... They've mm. been out for months, and it's still... The bars are still really tight. It's got... That concept holds pretty strong throughout all of it, while still not getting in the way of, 
the song. I say getting in the way like it's a bad thing, but like you know how with most of To Pimp a Butterfly, you can't just kind of jump in anywhere in the middle of that album and have it yeah. <laughs> totally work. You can jump in yeah. anywhere on Taboo, and it'll totally like it can work as a single song. It can work in the context. It can have different meanings with it, and it'll still all be really. It'll sound great. It'll be catchy. You'll like there's introspective points. There's points where you're laughing. All the features hit still. Like it's front mm-hmm. to back, just unbelievably solid and gets me like so on the train ready for whatever he does next hmm. yeah if i can ask if i could ask real quick um because i saw a lot of praise for taboo back when it dropped as well what i know it's of course is a rap album but like what type of vibe does it have because just looking at it it looks like some really disturbed some really altered type of shit um, like some like aggressive in a weird way like because i haven't heard it of course so it's I'm not curious I would say like, I would say it's a step a in like the Slum God direction, right? Mm. Yeah, that's I would say okay. that's accurate because that's kind of where he came from. Like he came from that Florida cloud rap scene and is kind of blown up from there. But it's it does get dark. I think the darkest stuff is like the very end of the album. But that's one very much because the theme is that it's split into three parts, where it's the light, the kind of gray area, and then the dark. So the third section of the album is the really like grimy and that's when he's got like the jpeg mafia feature and i don't know if the jid feature is quite in the dark section but it's all like it's where it goes much harder but the first parts of the album are like pretty uh light and a lot of the vocals for the hooks are super pretty and not exactly what you're expecting and then it just kind of like slowly Mm. eases you in to where it gets very hard but like if you're a fan of kendrick then you like it's not like Blacker the Berry or uh, I'm trying to think of another like backseat freestyle or any less aggressive than anything on this. Oh, okay. Like it's, okay, it's not like fine. it's not like it's too. Yeah, because I just see this dude with like dem- like demonic eyes and paint dripping down his fingers. I'm like, oh, yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole. Um, it's a kind of like clown makeup. Like in the video for that, like the song where he's wearing that, he's like in the center of a circus. Ah, where it's okay. the idea is that it's everyone kind of watching him so that's him like slowly wiping off the makeup like trying ah. to get out of being in that position yeah okay hmm. that makes sense mm-hmm. then nice. all right then i might check it out then uh, more homework for me <laughs> I hey, man, what's right your number three uh my number three is going to be um tde and family uh with the black panther album nice. um i really dug this black panther album i i to be honest, the more I think about it, I probably dug the uh, album more than the movie. Um, and I love both, of course, but this album just got me so hyped. Now, of course, I'm a Kendrick guy. Um, Kendrick's like my top, my favorite artist, if not my in my top five. Um, so I already liked his stuff, but all the stuff from the other features, I was introduced to SOBRBE through hey, this yeah. album. Yeah. Dude. Shit. And like, I actually went through and listened to like two of their previous albums just based off of that one paramedic song because that shit went so hard yeah like i i found myself just like knowing the entire song after a certain point just like thinking about it and like yelling it at friends randomly because i'm like that um like that that song was iconic um vleo makes uh, stars man i'm telling you exactly man It, it was good stuff um and then what was that other track? X was a fucking X, phenomenal, man. great yeah. two chains feature. I'm a big chains fan, so great two chains feature as well on that one. Um, they had that other song. What the is Travis it Scott with uh, one near the end? 
See, the Travis Scott one was, I thought it was a good song if I I hadn't already heard half of Kendrick's words from that song on New Freezer. Mm. That kind of brought it down in my head, but ultimately the song was still good. They got Mozzie on it. Oh, Big Shot. Yeah, Mozzie was good. Yeah, Yeah, Big Shot was good. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like I said, all these great songs, a lot of good stuff. Um, And then, like, they weren't slouching on the bars much at all either. Um, But overall, Despite this being marketed kind of as a Kendrick and Friends album, it really felt more like a TDE and Friends album, which is mm-hmm. what I wrote it down as on here. Um, and I like all the TDE artists fine, but I'm a big Kendrick fan, and there was it was more of him in the background in most of the songs rather than him having a verse. So you think it's uh, taking home the Grammy? I don't I don't know how I feel about that because <laughs> I think it has a great chance to take home the Grammy. I do too. But I also feel like, not because it's a movie soundtrack, but because it's so clearly like, all right, this gets the Grammy. Who gets the Grammy? These 25 people that were featured on it. Yeah. It's like, it, it just feels like, oh, let's just give, it feels like, let's give the Grammy to black culture <laughs> rather than, <laughs> rather than, hey, good job on this single thing of art you did. It's more like, hey, we gave it to all of y'all this time. So you can't be mad about when we did Kendrick Dirty that one time. Now when they do to, to make up for that. I'm thinking they got to give mm-hmm. it to Nipsey or that's like that's like the direction to make up for that was that. to give it to Nipsey. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I could see that. I could see that for Nipsey because Nipsey is definitely like he, he's a person with one vision, but he also kind of fits that role of, hey, don't beat us up for, you know, doing the giving it to Macklemore that one year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, I can't. I still that still shocks me that happened. Yeah. I can't believe that man beat good kid Mad City. Yeah. Um, yeah, that shit is a trip. I mean, I really got that is great, conversation without but, um, mentioning the feat, the future feature. Man, oh yeah, the future which, feature, is good which managed to go from awful to kind of funny to hilarious, hey. straight to amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like at some point, there was a turn where I was listening to it and I was like, "Oh, I really like this." Never mind. Yeah, I can't for me, like, <laughs> for me, I was in the car with my friends, and then like we got to the la di da part, and all of us <laughs> sang it together, and then I was like, "Oh, all right, I get it, I get it now." <laughs> Gotta have that quotable. That's how you make hits. Yeah. J Rock needed one badly. Yep. Yeah, he did. But yeah, Black Panther, of course, it won our album of the of the year on Super Throne Watch in. Uh, I kind of echo all the things you said. Like all those songs are dope. X paramedic, paramedic especially because yeah, like that's probably my favorite song of the album. Um, but Bro, I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say I really want to make the part in paramedic where he's like, you know, California niggas on straight up from the street, and then that the whole part mm. where the beat stops. I want to make that marine tone. Nice. <laughs> just, <laughs> just have that at ring work at work. Just have yeah. yeah. <laughs> just 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 scare elderly people. <laughs> yeah, I, I like how like that song even like kind of t- speaks from somewhat from the perspective of like Killmonger. Same with like um um the la di da di da song. I can't think of the name. King's Dead. King's Dead. Yeah. Um, like it's weird how a lot of the songs kind of like communicate stuff that's going on in the movie. Uh, which is like such a I feel like such a unique thing for this album to do. Um, but yeah, Black Panther is dope. Uh, I agree that it's definitely top five. Uh, shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Shout out to various artists who, who <laughs> killed it last year. Uh, et al, etc. Yeah, et al, etc. Uh, cool, Greg, what's your number three? My number three is Lil Durk with Sign of the Streets 3. Nice. That album nice. was fucking unbelievable to me. I, I really liked it. And it's really not lyrical and all that. Usually just saying a bunch of. I don't know, violence and bullshit, but he does it in such a way that's kind of like, um, I don't know, like maybe 
I don't want to disrespect him in any way, but like maybe the same itch that Ja Rule used to scratch in the ba- scratch mm. back in the day, like the bad boy kind of lover, I guess, because he sings a lot. But I don't know. I love it. Did any of you guys yeah. check it out? I haven't um, heard it. Yeah, I haven't heard it either. I, I, I might need to check it out because I remember liking Ja Rule back in the day. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is one of the ones that I saw you tweeting about it at some point, and I listened to a bit of it, but it was like as other things were coming out. Yeah. And I remember liking, that's one of those ones where like I liked what I heard and I wanted to go back, but I just like, it was such a busy year that there were so many things that definitely got lost in the... Mm. Yeah, there's just a lot yeah. of songs I go back to over and over. Um, I feel like this, it, he has a weird reputation, so I understand why he doesn't get as much, um, I don't know, love and radio play, but I was surprised when I was looking it up right now to see some of the songs that it is, it's in the recommended albums on title. So I guess, you know, he's a little bigger than I expected. So that's pretty good. Interesting. Yeah, like I think sometimes that you need that violence and bullshit. Like like Oh yeah. Like sometimes it's like, okay, I'm gonna listen to Lupe and other times it's like and I S-O-B-E. think that's E. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why like that's why people like Kendrick I think get so big is because like he fulfills like a lot of the different All of them. Uh, yeah, he, like he he, mm-hmm. he, yeah. he he him, J. Cole, I think like fulfill the street and they fulf- they fulfill like the mm-hmm. the college student in me. Um, the conscious and the fuck there. shit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, before we get to our number two, I'm going to read off uh, another one from Twitter. Uh, ben Smith says, I think my favorite album of the year has to be Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Uh, it's the perfect mm-hmm. album to chill out with. Obviously, I don't align with the uh, themes, but musically, it's phenomenal and it has plenty of good messages and introspection running through it. Uh, did any, any of us listen to Beer Bongs and Bentleys? Yep. I did. Nope. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't listen to it either. I like the um, singles, though. Like those what's, what, what's one of the singles from it? Isn't from like it? Rockstar and all that, or no? I'm not sure. Rockstar, yeah. is, the big Rockstar single. is a single. Psycho okay. Is Psycho. A single. Um, I'm never mad to hear uh, Post Malone on the radio, or like when somebody takes yeah. the fucking speakers from me at work or something, they start playing something else. <laughs> that's it's okay with me then, but I would never go out of my way to listen to it. Yeah, that was, that's kind of where I'm at too. Where like yeah, I'm, I've never purposely listened to Post Malone, but whenever Post Malone comes on, I'm not mad. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll listen. I'll listen to this. Um, but he's not like yeah. a go-to for me. Yeah, I I don't think it's a bad album. I just don't think it's like anything special enough that I'm like mm. actively going back to it. It's That was one that a lot of people around me being in high school, because Post Malone's massive, that it was, I was kind of unavoidable that I would hear a good chunk of it. So then I just went ahead and listened to it on my own to kind of be able to form my own opinion. And mm-hmm. I think it is... Yeah. It is an album that it gets me kind of in a headspace of like, all right, I'm ready for whatever he puts out next because I think it is a significant improvement because I didn't like him off. Uh, I don't remember what the name of his album was before it, but whatever the one he put out before Beer Bongs of Bentley's, I wasn't a fan of. And this one, I thought like, all right, he put together a good project. I'm interested to see what he does next. And I'm liking man, like when he's showing up on. Like the Spider Verse song, like that's a yeah. good song. I like him on that. Yeah, you know, sun, like actually listening to Sunshine had me thinking, like, yo, maybe I should like go oh, back yeah. and listen to Post Malone because Sunshine is such a great song. But I think I Sunshine might like excellent. it more for Sway Lee a little bit. Yeah, I think you um, do. Sway Lee, like <laughs> Sway Lee, kills it on that song. Yeah, yeah, you um, kiddo, kiddo. If I was in, man, I could imagine being in high school right now uh, with Post Malone being who Post Malone is because, like, oh, God. I remember being in high school and Kid Cudi was the thing. Like when I was in high school, everybody loved huh. Kid Cudi, and I feel like Post Malone God. might fill that same space. It was. Dude, yeah. It was uh, Post Malone, XXX Tentacion, and Little Peep were the big three wow. for a lot of my high school. It's so yeah. crazy hearing that because me being out of high school, obviously, I 
I'd never see fucking X fans in the wild. That'd be the, oh, yeah. the craziest shit to see another X fan. Yeah, it was hmm. very frequent that he was like up there. Yeah, my little brother, he's in high school, and he kept talking about, you know, he has X songs he pulls up in the car and stuff like that. So, yeah, he's big. I still listen listen to to X privately now. (laughs) Since every time I I talk about X publicly, I get (laughs) people who get mad. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that might also be a reason why you don't you don't see people uh, too often, like in the in the in the in the wild, at least. It's because people are like, yo, I'm listening to X, but I'm listening to them when people aren't like looking. Yeah. yeah, in high school they're just loud enough that they didn't care. Yeah, in high college, I, in like, college I find less of it, but maybe it's because I'm at an art college and it's X. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really know. Man, fuck but. all that. I got this shit on my chest right now. <laughs> hey, turn up. <laughs> oh, that's a sick jacket, actually. Hell yeah, got his name on the side too. Nice. It's cool, oh man. wow, dope. Bang. All right, skins, let's talk about skins didn't make it into the conversation for me. Did it not really? You know, I, I Honestly, liked it. I did enjoy it, but I mean. I, I wouldn't. I don't think any of his music is this kind of conversation. You know, it's always a mood. It's definitely something else to the side. I know? would make. I would make the argument like if I listened to it before the year ended. I didn't listen to it until like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could have seen myself putting it at like my number five, maybe. Okay. Like, yeah, I don't know. I have this weird relationship with with X X and because like it's question mark. I was like, I didn't really. I wasn't really feeling question mark aside from a couple songs. Yeah. Um. 17 is probably one of my favorite albums like Me too. Of all I'm with time. you everything you're saying I totally agree. Yeah. Mm. Um and it's it, it's weird because he has like different like modes to him also. Like question mark mm-hmm. was like yeah I'm gonna fuck around and like put together just a bunch of music that people just do. But then like 17 felt like it was like something that was crafted and actually like put had thought behind it and like felt experimental. I feel like Skins was kind of like I don't I don't know if I would say Skins is as good as 17, but like I think uh Skins had like it feels more constructed, if that makes yeah. sense. Like it feels like there's more thought behind it. I really liked uh, Kanye's verse on it. It, it reminded yeah. me of Kanye on um, this is a random take, but on um, is that your bitch? Is that the song? Oh, I you I mean off of about. Watch the Throne? No, yeah, which is yeah, I've watched the Throne. That's, what is that? That's song? my bitch. That's my bitch. Oh, that's my bitch. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, uh, it, rem- it reminded me of that Kanye, just playful and just rhyme scenes, just on point and just yeah. bars after bars. I really enjoyed it. I showed my brother it, and he was like, "This is crap." And he's like, "It sounds like some pro wrestling theme with bullshit Kanye on it." I'm like, "Oh man, oh dang, dude, I love that song." Yeah. It's uh, yeah. one minute. Hmm. That song is like the beat is like is it's like the rock like hardcore like it is this song kind of like wrestling actually but like kanye is him is being like ignorant kanye and like his, I, I like when kanye gets into that flow mm-hmm. um, kanye. yeah it's ignorant kanye <laughs> and then I actually like, copped that uh yeezy x merch that dropped i copped that oh Still wow on the mail oh. hell yeah dang um but then like you get into the hook and x is like doing his scream like his screamo stuff and then it's like okay like that's i think that and i think that's what kind of why i, I grabbed to him a little bit is because like he kind of gets very uh, he's just very different as an artist and like very mm-hmm. interesting and like he makes my ears perk up because it's like yo one minute you're you're singing R&B the next minute you're doing Screamo yeah. um, actually, along with Kanye West I'm surprised that your takeaway from Skins was that you thought it felt super like more complete because that was my thing was that that mm. to me sounded like I'm in my defense I am not a fan of X like, I've never been big on his stuff, but I listened to that album, and my big takeaway was that it felt super, like, thrown together by... Like, it felt like mm. he wasn't at control of it, which yeah. obviously he wasn't, because it came Like, he died, and people came through and, like, put it yeah. together for like, him. like, that's what I mean, is it felt super like that, and a lot of the stuff surrounding that, like, that was around the time when 
shit, what song was it? There was some song that he had, like, one of his childhood friends on the song, and then, like, the studio replaced the feature with, like, Lil Pump or something, because they offered him a Lil Pump feature when he was alive, and he mm-hmm. said oh, no, because he that's wanted actually... to put, like, his... Sorry, that's actually Emmett's, uh, one of his favorite songs that I don't speak Spanish. It's the dude that's featured on that, is the guy he's talking about. I think oh, his okay. name's Rio Santana. Or I might be messing up the name, but I'm pretty sure that's the name. Interesting. Yeah, I just remember it was the first In- time I listened to it, it felt super like I was kind of uncomfortable listening to it because I was like, this does not feel like yeah, his and vision. That's, and th- even if I wasn't super on board with his vision in the first place, I can respect that he at least had a yeah, vision. Had and a vision, felt yeah. very like thrown together because they were like oh man we can say that he's putting out an album after he died and like blew up even more after his death yeah that's why i I put off listening to because i wasn't planning on listening to it and then i think i heard like one song and i was like all right maybe i'll check the rest of this out because i actually like that song um but then yeah after like listening to it i don't and it could be it could be the thing of like since it was studios putting it together um or like whatever the label putting it together they could have had that ear for like oh yeah we're gonna make we're gonna put together something that's like that it is industry standard that's gonna like check the marks of like feeling like a complete product i don't like i don't know what the process was mm-hmm. um but yeah i think at least compared to question mark or whatever it felt more put together than that um okay but yeah and i trust is- john cunningham who's the producer on all of them or like the manager on all of them or whatever i really mm-hmm. trust him when he says like this was a project that x was said nearly complete and i don't think he'd put it out because he hasn't been making it doesn't seem like he's milking anything Seems like he's making okay. cool moves with the features he has and stuff, but I don't know. I can understand it. I think it's very easy to see it like that, especially when it's such a short album and there's so many different yeah. sounds on it. So yeah, there was a lot mm. of. I don't know if that's just because I am not someone who has listened to, like I haven't sat down and listened to a lot of X. Anytime I have, I've like kind of moved past it. But that was when I did sit down. It very much felt like these are a bunch of scraps of ideas that were started and never finished that they threw together and then put out. Mm-hmm. Which interesting. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, would, but that was kind of the readout that I got on it. Yeah, I feel bad because like the only the only X project or anything I listened to question mark once all the way through. But other than that, the only thing I really liked from X was uh that feature he did over the King's Dead beat with uh, uh Joey Badass. Oh, I really yeah. liked that one. Yeah, that um, was really good. And so it was hard. It was heartbreaking, you know, hearing what happened to him, because if I got that type of energy and that type of ferocity on like a lot more tracks and styles that more appeal to me like that, then I probably would have been a fan, too. But yeah, man, gone too soon, dude. Gone too soon. But I want to dwell on that too much. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our number twos. Johnny, what's your number two? Uh, It's Daytona. Push a T. Nice. Oh, which. okay. man, I love this album. This was for the longest time my number one until like late in the year i found one that barely went over it but it's just it's that spider-man soundtrack man (laughs) (laughs) it's um it is so tightly constructed and it was an album where like that was the one that started out that whole kanye release like five week scheme which Mm -hmm. going back on it most of the albums were good but, like, I don't really listen to the Tayana Taylor one much. And that yeah. Nas album, like, the Nas album, I, list, I listened to it for that week. And afterwards, I was like, I don't want to listen to this yeah. anymore. But I can't, just I can't, wait. Just wait. <laughs> I can't listen to, to Kanye rap about cop shooting kids. Like, that's the last thing I want to listen to in, in 2019. <laughs> or 2018, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, it, um, this is going to be fun in a couple minutes, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I liked those albums more when they came out. 
because I got so immediately like hyped and just high off of the idea of Daytona being this good. Like that album came out and I just remember sitting there like at midnight waiting for it being like, all right, here's the start of when all of this is going to start rolling out. Mm -hmm. And it was just like an event and it came out and it was 20 minutes just nonstop, like kept hitting me in every song that came out. Like yeah. each one after another were all amazingly produced. Like some of my favorite Kanye production maybe ever. Yeah, I think I might agree just, with that. Like mm. the um, uh, if you know, you know. Like yeah. once that when that beat hits, that's delicious. It hits, yeah. man. It sounds beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. and Pusha rapping on rapping over it. Like once again, like we mentioned this earlier, but like Pusha's voice juxtaposed with that with those instrumentals, like it, some about it just yeah, works his, and his super well. delivery on it all too. Like it's so yeah. every line you are just like it is like grinding every time, into your soul like, every time Pusha <laughs> says the word yuck like i feel it in my soul yeah oh yeah yeah something in me vibrates and mm-hmm. it causes problems yeah <laughs> pause yeah <laughs> I, I i paused after that because i was like what the hell did i just say <laughs> <laughs> oh boy I mean, what's but yeah, two? it's good shit uh it's actually oh sorry yeah. go on go on oh go ahead man nah man it's your turn oh oh okay <laughs> whoops um all right so Funny y'all talk about that Nas album because Nasir is my number two. Um, wow. I've, yeah. See, I'm someone who wasn't – I haven't always been a Nas fan. In fact, I want to say it was either last year or the year before where I heard Illmatic for the first time. Wow. And yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so that one – like Illmatic's one of my favorite albums of all time now, and I listen to that Valid. thing almost monthly. Um, but Nasir came out and it was how what you guys talk about with uh, Pusha T with that that instrumental and that delivery and flow. That's that is really good. And of course, it was in honorable mentions. I enjoyed it quite a bit. But Nas's uh, just like storytelling bars and just like his his constant metaphors and just everything he puts into each of his bars is so great with that Kanye production. Mm-hmm. It's just so like it, it's a very once again, much like Prime. Um, or I guess even more than Prime, I said Prime was kind of a more mellow kind of instrumental style. Uh, Nasir is even more mellow, even more chill chill for a lot of it, um, except for maybe that uh, Cop Shot the Kid song. Uh, but it, it just gets me every single time. Um, everything, like, every whenever I hear the song Everything, um, that's the one with the, uh, the Dream and yeah. Kanye West feature. Um, oh, it's a religious yeah. experience. It's a religious experience. You know what, man? I did on. really like that song. Now that I think about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And you guys should watch because they actually did like a thirty-minute short film where it was kind of like a snippet for every single music video to every single song of the album. Hmm. They hmm. they put it up in its mass appeal YouTube page. Um, watching that just kind of brought together the themes of every song and how they all, you know, how they all mesh together. Um, and then of course there's individual videos for every song too. But um. Yeah, that album is just so good. And despite it being pretty short as well, like I said, with the Pusher date, with the Pusher T feature, just the way it's set up where I feel like it, cause I feel like the Pusher T album, uh, that whole album feels really hard, feels really exciting. And then you get to that last song where it mellows down and then it's over. That's what it mm-hmm. feels like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nasir kind of has a more consistent, uh, vibe throughout where it starts very grandiose and then it has that kid shot the kid thing and then it immediately starts getting mellow and then it kind of gets mellow and mellow and mellow and then like final mellow yeah. so it kind of has a smoother flow to it so it doesn't feel like oh man it ended in 20 minutes it feels like oh i've experienced a complete thought in musical form um 
<laughs> so yeah, it's just really good. And also, I was really excited when I first heard that "Cop Shot the Kid" song because I was like, "Oh man, Kanye's talking about black uh, black violence and police brutality <laughs> and stuff again. He's woke again." And then like a month happened and shit was yeah. in the toilet again. <laughs> no, yeah. So yeah, I was, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, a lot yeah. of the songs on there I feel like are, are pretty sticky. Like I can I can um, think of the song. I can think of how the song "Bonjour" sounds in my head right now. If that yeah. makes sense. Like I think. <laughs> They, yeah. those, those songs resonate uh really well and so i will yeah. say i i love that sample on cops shot the kid like the Dude, first time the i heard that dope. i was like that is Ingenious. so cool that yeah. they just yeah yeah, yeah. i I know I just kind of trashed it, but you have convinced me. I will try and go back and listen again and see if my thoughts have changed at all. But <laughs> yeah, I, I highly recommend trying it out because mm-hmm. just because if if he's not storytelling, then he's having like some clever bars, like in Bonjour, where he's like, you know. She she never saw it coming. Now she's an eyewitness. Like, goddamn, that's a good, <laughs> that's one. A good line. And then say also the kids can play. Like it took me a couple days to get that one. <laughs> like that that's the type of shit I live for. And of course Kanye's production is top notch. So yeah, mm. it's good, man. Everyone should try it. Nas uh, Nasir. Awesome. I'm uh, actually cool on the other side, man. I, I really didn't like that album. I didn't Ooh. enjoy it. Really, I, man. I gave it a bunch of chances, but I I think if I remember correctly. Didn't um the Carters drop their their yeah. joint album the next morning? Yeah. It dropped the same day. It dropped literally same, day. same day. There yeah, we go. Nas like came out like three or four days. Trying late. to stunt on them. You know that's pretty. That's pretty beautiful. Yeah, that was dirty. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, it's ether again. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. And I, I, that uh that cop shot the kid. I could never get into it. Like I appreciate the sample just because it's an OG song, you know. But I don't know. I couldn't do it. Couldn't get into it. Mm. I mean, I will say lyrically, Cop Shot the Kid is somewhat basic. It's just painting a pretty, you know, common, obvious picture. Um, but I, but just the beat, just the fact that it does that classic Kanye thing where it's just the words on loop, yeah. making music out of the words, that is so dope. And with a voice that's so iconic. And then just that Richard Pryor sample at the beginning as well mm-hmm. is just like it sets the tone beautifully. Um, it almost it, sounds like a 90s song to me. Yes, that I feel like that's a big reason why I like this. It feels like, um, much like how Illmatic was a very brief with some good instrumentals, uh, painting pictures and whatnot. I feel like this is just mm-hmm. a I've made it in life version of Illmatic. Mm. Like I, I maybe that's giving too high of a praise to it, but that's yep. what it really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can say that. Um, but that's just the thing it fills in my heart, I guess. So, uh, yeah, it, it's just a good album, man. I it's not that long. It's worth listening to, if only for everything. Like everything is such a god tier song. Oh yeah. So yeah, give nice. it a shot, y'all. Except for the like, nah, I'm not gonna talk about that. But you're good. <laughs> you're gonna talk about the part where he, isn't there? Isn't that the album where at some point he goes on a whole pro life rant? Oh, it's not a pro-life thing. Was he he it? says some bars ca- that could be seen as uh, anti-vax. Oh, but, that was oh. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if but if you like look at the bars, yes, there's an argument that he could be talking about anti-vax stuff. But I read it more as just, oh, you take you're shooting these shots into me, and I'm like three months old. I'm scared because I don't know what this is. Not hey, the baby's scared, so we shouldn't shoot him up. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I'm, I think that he's just, went over my head. I missed all yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. There's literally a part where you, the... 
He he just has like an extended bar sequence of sequence of bars in which he's rapping from the perspective of a child being born in America and saying like, "Oh man, I'm born," and then everything's confusing and scary. And then you take me to the doctor, and I'm getting my immunization shots, and it's really terrifying. This needle, and you said you would protect me and everything. But then he immediately fast forwards, and he's like, huh. "Who knew? Who knew I would have grown up to see presidents that respect me?" And then huh. it, it gets positive again. So I don't think he was talking about that. Everything's Interesting. just. A, Go listen to everything, everybody. If you're not going to listen to the whole <laughs> album, listen to everything. That song mm-hmm. is God tier, and he has a really good line about um, how people boycotted the bus system when it was trying to be racist in the 60s, and then we got the bus system out of business, and how we could do the same thing now, but we're all imprisoned, so mm-hmm. like mentally. And I was like, damn, man, that's some real shit. Listen to Nas, man. Godson, <laughs> for real. Uh, cool, bro. Right. What's your number two? <laughs> Number two, same as Mr. Johnny Hayes, man. Pusha T, Daytona. Nice. Hey, okay. That shit, awesome, yeah, man. that shit really impressed me. I love the short albums. I love the short shit. Both those two songs, like the, the first song and the second song of Daytona, that back-to-back gets me every time, and I got to sit through the whole album. I can't turn that motherfucker off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite song off there? Me, definitely, if you know, you know. I love yeah. that song. That's me, too. Yeah. Fun I've heard a lot of underground song. rappers remix it, so right. I love it. For, I have another appreciation for it too. Mm. Cool. Fun fact: that's the song I took my first ever shot to. It was hey. that hard that I was like, nice. "All right, there's the introduction." Push a T got me. Nice. <laughs> he was nice. Yeah. That I, I, and Santeria also is you, one. Yep. I was about to come, say Santeria is the one. Comeback baby too. I've yeah. always that been a. Goes, when the drop goes in from like the sample lifts up and it's the like super airy soul singing and then it just like boom right back into the gutter it's so like Mm. grimy i love that dichotomy is so good yeah um i've always been a huge push a t supporter just because i love how how much credit he gives to jay-z and i think almost every song Mm. on this album he has a line that's referencing jay-z but uh, I, I love it so much. But this is the first time this album, uh, an album Push T dropped that I actually listened to it the first day it dropped. So nice. that's a little different okay. experience for me, for him, too, with the, the hype around it. And now I think I want to go forward to always doing that. Awesome, man. All right. Before we get to our number ones, uh, the last one we're going to pull from Twitter comes from Richard Wilcox. He writes in, says, damn, we had a lot of dope albums in 2018. Uh, it would have been the Carter Five for me for a while, but Stokely came came in at the end of the year oh, with a solid thirteen track that. album. Uh, excited yeah. to hear what you guys' favorites are. Uh, Stokely, who? Uh, so I don't think I've heard of Stokely. Uh, nor have I. Uh, Ski Mask album. Oh okay. Oh okay. Gotcha. Hmm. Nice. Which awesome. is very good. He's right. That is a yeah solid album. I honestly forgot about it when I was making this list. I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure if it would have made it, but it definitely would have been honorable mentions because that's mm. a, one of those song, one of those albums that I kind of, the people that I, I see, it's like jewel pods, man. You know, little smoking things. The people I see <laughs> do it are the least, pe- the least likely people I'd ever expect. And that's how it is with all my friends that I just hear it randomly playing. I'm like, damn, you listen to this? Let's go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a crazy album where there's, a couple songs on there where it's just him like flowing really well and going hard and then there's a song with juice world which is the weirdest juice world feature i've ever heard because juice world's usually like pretty singy and then it's straight up like like ski mask and x when they used to do screamo it's like that but with ski mask and juice world that's called nuketown mm-hmm. it's so weird but it's like really good nice town okay i'll check that out Let's get into our number ones. Uh, let's start with Johnny. Johnny, what's your number one album from 2018? JPEG Mafia's Veteran. 
okay. took it. Wow. Which told mm. I was not really expecting it to because it was an album that I listened to. And I was like, all right, this is good. There's a couple things on here that are catching me. And then I just got addicted and I kept constantly going back and just finding more and more layers of it that I'm enjoying and the bars are good. And he's got such a great delivery and like really dark sense of humor throughout hmm. where it's hmm. a lot of, he kind of like swings at everyone while also laughing in a really kind of twisted way, but also you're constantly like there with him where it's able, mm. he can cover serious topics in it while also still having this like weird nihilistic tone and over top of the weirdest production I've heard all year, but it all sticks so well. Like one of the first songs on the album, he just takes, it is a like sample off of an old dirty bastard album of there's like an intro of a song where he's like kind of doing throat singing and then he just loops the throat singing. So it just sounds like old dirty bastard, like throat singing slash yelling in the background as he's just like going off over top of it. And oh. like, um, probably the most approachable song just cause it's like super hard hitting is, uh, it's called baby. I'm bleeding and it's <laughs> very it's approachable a, sound. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing is it's like none of the albums really approachable, but of everyone I've shown it to, it's the one that's like gotten the most people will add it to their playlists or whatever. Hmm. But it's like a really like intense build up for like 35 seconds of just like the beat building. And you can just hear him like in the back. Like it sounds like he's in the back of the room away from the mic, just like psyching himself up. And then it's like he attacks the mic and just jumps at it and just crazy. Hmm. It's such a intro. I've never heard an album that sounds like this and i am so insanely excited to see whatever else he does in the future man i might have to oh. give that one a listen because i don't think yeah. i've ever heard anything that's jpeg mafia he is yeah i've never heard that name yeah he's a feature on denzel curry's taboo like right at the end mm. okay right. nice uh, he's got he's also got a lot of like really weird ad libs in it too where like there's one point where in the background of one of the songs, you can just kind of hear him in the distance just going like, yeet, really loudly. <laughs> just because he's like kind of fucking with people the whole time. So he's he's got a really good sense of humor on him. And that's like a big draw to it where it's like mm. that kind of got me in. And then I stayed for a lot of the weirder stuff and it all kind of grew on me. And really, mm. it's such a good yeet. album. I'm so yeet. Nice. yeet is one of my favorite words of all time, so I will be giving it a listen based off that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's a really cool number one. I was not expecting that. That came out of nowhere, or yeah, le- that came out of left field. I mean, mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Uh, Emmett, what's your number one? Speaking of coming out of left field, it's almost as if that option came out of the sky like a kamikaze pilot. Dang, um, <laughs> dang. Booyah with the with the segues. Uh, so yeah, my number one. If people know me, they saw me on Twitter. I made like two hours of video commentary on this on my youtube channel eminem kamikaze um i just love it man now i i want to be straight up and say this up front i don't have entirely positive feelings about kamikaze despite it being my number one um and i'll say that in a minute but i'm a gush first um very happy to see eminem like the fact that this was a surprise album so i didn't have any opportunity to form expectations before i came to it (laughs) so it was immediately just 
like if you guys saw the Twitter thread that I had when I was in the thick of it, I was losing my shit and I was like crying. Like it felt like it felt like Eminem was breaking the fourth wall for the first time in a long time mm-hmm. where he was he was shouting out his haters by name. He was, uh, you know, doing all this stuff and talking about how, you know, the, the response from his uh, Trump freestyle he did on BET. Uh, and just like talking about all these real life things rather than just it, it just felt like an album of like response songs, him responding to the hate that Revival got. Um, it, it was just really cool to see that. And of course, his flows were awesome. A lot of the beat selection, um, while I didn't really hate the beat selection as much as many people did from Revival, the beat selection here is clearly a lot more digestible, a lot more easier to like um and it was really cool seeing him when i heard him on a fucking trap beat for not a like i oh like my lost god. my shit oh um, my god it, look, look or, yeah not a like is a song i keep going back to and it's like the song it's probably the song that has turned me around on this album because mm-hmm. when the album first came out i was i think i had mixed feelings if i remember correctly where i was just like i like it better than revival i think but like i'm not sure how i feel about it <laughs> as a whole um but like as time has gone and as like as Eminem dropped um, uh, Machine Gun Kelly disc, I forget what the second one was called. Kill Shot. Kill Shot. When he dropped Kill Shot, listen back to when I was like, "Ooh, all right, let's go." And weird I like beer. listen back to listen <laughs> weird beard. Uh, <laughs> listen back to Kamikaze and like listen back to Not Like and like I listened to it within the context and like really like after I understood a lot more about Not Like and understood like what he was talking about and kind of like what the shots were and kind of like understood more of the lyrics of him being like. Um, I'm talking to you, uh, just in case you don't know who you are, Kelly, or something like. Like yeah. he got he got really into like into uh, Machine Gun yeah. Kelly in a way where like next next time you don't have to use Tech Nine if you want to come at me with a, with a sub machine gun. Like that line alone is such mm-hmm. is such it's, a sick line from yeah, multiple levels. Good. Like that can be the broken sh- down, right? Like the shot heard around the world, man. Yeah, and I every time Eminem like shoots a shot on, or most times Eminem shoots a shot on this album, I'm I feel it like. I like he's he he's more clever on this album than I feel like he has been in recent times. Like, yeah, I, I'd argue that he's he was that clever on revival, but the production was so off putting you couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like, like especially on stuff like Offended and some of those more like rock rap songs where he had like the I love rock and roll sample. I mean, Even, I hate when he does that. I yeah. know I hate. I, I understand why people hated it, but lyrically, I'd argue that he had a good like he had a couple good bars in there still, despite that. Um, but yeah, continuing to gush about Kamikaze, good shit there. If you like not a like, if you if you thought Royce the Five Nine did good on that, everyone go listen to Bar Exam Four. It's Royce the Five Nine over a bunch of trap beats over the last couple years. He kills it. He murders it. One of my favorite uh, albums of I think 2017. That was maybe 20. Uh, whenever that was. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, back to Kamikaze. Just a great album. I even eventually I got turned around on because uh, Normal initially was like I don't know about Normal, but then like that end when the beat it's changes my favorite at song. the end. Yeah, Normal is really dope. That beat changed, especially at the end. Like I, I wish that beat by itself was available somewhere because I just want to ride to that. Mm. It's, it's really good. Um, and even for all the for the meme ability of Venom. Um, Dude, Venom, I love Venom. Yes, Venom's me. good. Venom is like, great. Yeah, it grew on me as well. Like, especially when the music video came out and it was kind of leaning into the cheesiness of it, um, much like the movie itself does. Um, I was just really, really sold on it. So yeah, yeah, Kamikaze 
overall kamikaze i really dug and of course joiner lucas getting on there finally being like the lead rapper on that song was probably a really big shine for him as well so just good stuff all around now the reason i say there's negative things to say about it and i talked about this a little bit in the youtube videos i made for the album when it came out i'm a little bit disappointed that this is the result of all the hate from revival because um, Marshall Mathers LP2, that was like the last Slim Shady album. That was the last time he was using that alter ego heavily. That was the last mm. time he was leading with that. And I feel like Revival was his attempt at having the first Eminem album, if you know what I mean. So it was less about yeah. him. Oh, I'm crazy. Oh, I'm killing girls in my closet and all that crap. It felt like, even though he did have stuff like framed. Yeah. And yeah, even though it did feel like a compilation of like previous Eminem songs, it feels like that entire album was all him. Like if he was making a song like Framed, he was doing it in a super over the top way that was trying to make it funny. If he had like a rap rock song, he was doing it in an over the top way. And he also had the serious like Walk on Water. I fucking cried the first time I heard that song. Like that's what he was trying to go for. And everyone hated him trying to show hit like trying to have a more intimate side of himself trying to show who marshall mathers is on an album for the first time in a while they all hated that mostly because of the production but the the backlash from that was so strong that he said i'm not opening up to you ever again and i'm just gonna like act like i'm battle rapping for a whole album which is good and i really like it like i said kamikaze favorite album of the year but that that just totally like diminishes what he can do now if he's just going to mm-hmm. stay on that tip for the rest of his career and he's you know he's pushing 45 i believe so yeah if he's just going to stay in that super aggressive mode for the rest of his career sure that's fine and everything and i'd i'd love the music that comes from it but i would have loved to see a more introspective eminem what he would have done um if he just stayed in that lane just got some different production on it um not necessarily i know rick people have problems with rick rubin but, like, if he stayed in that introspective pocket, in that more, like, sol- solemn, quiet, serious pocket, I would have loved to see what have, what, what would have happened from it. But because of that backlash, instead, we're just going to get aggressive bars coming at all of his, you know, haters for the rest of his career, probably. Hmm. And I'm fine with it, but I'm also, like, disappointed what what could have been. So, I'm in an, I, I have, like, an interesting, like, I'm in an interesting kind of counterposition where I think, mm-hmm. for me, I like evil eminem i think like eminem shines best when he's like angry yeah when he's when he's angry when he's coming at he coming from the side of like he's the antagonist of the, of the situation uh like i then this is a very weird opinion but i liked relapse more than i like re, um recovery uh i kind of fuck with that yeah idea. like i i, I like eminem when he's like on his evil shit um and so like for me like for revival like like Man, I, I still don't I still don't know how to vocalize my thoughts on revival because I listen to it quite a bit, um, and I don't Same here. I don't hate revival. I think I just hate hate parts of revival, um, but overall I think I'm just like uh, Eminem is such a he's such a rapper of extremes that like probably like all everything about revival amalgamated together probably makes it like a six for me. Um, but there are parts where, like I really like the song Framed from Revival. I really like the song like Offended. Like there are quite a few songs on there that I was I was really into. Um, but when he was like talking about more of the introspective stuff, I don't know if it was like, I don't know if it was just that, like I didn't care or that like I didn't believe I don't believe Eminem when he's being introspective. Hmm. Yeah, like, like I feel like like the walk on water you thought was bullshit. I part like 
kind of like because i think eminem like he's just at this point he's so rich and famous and he has been rich and famous for so long that when he does kind of try to talk about himself i don't necessarily like i'm not there with him for some reason and i don't know i don't know if it is because of the production or if it is because like whatever it may be but for some reason when he when he's trying to be more like even um what was the name of the song um sing a little bit of it um it's the one about D12 on Kamikaze. Oh, Stepping Stone. Stepping Stone. Like, that's probably one of the song, one of my least favorite songs on Kamikaze. Um, mm. Even though, like, I think a lot a lot of people like that song. Um, but hey. for me, I was kind of just like, every, I don't, like, Eminem has done the thing where he's like, I'm coming out and I'm making my super honest, like, super deep song. Like, I'm coming out and I'm making Beautiful or I'm making Mockingbird or I'm making, like, whatever it may be, um, like, Toy Soldiers um and i think he's just done that like not afraid like he's done that so so many times at this point where like now when he does it i'm just like all right man like okay cool like and i feel like but like in previous times i kind of believed him more but now that like he's been in this position of like being so um like being praised for so long being rich for so long being so separated from the struggles of coming up in detroit and all that stuff um that like now like and on Kamikaze, when he's being angry and he's coming at Joe Budden or he's coming at academics and he's coming at all these other artists, I kind of I believe him more because like I understand the frustration of everybody hating on you. Um, but like when he's talking about like um, I guess just his general struggles as an artist or like some of the things he was talking mm. about on Revival and on uh, Walk on Water, I'm not necessarily all the way there with him. Mm. Um, but I think that I mean, that's more why I think I like Kamikaze um, okay. more than Revival. But yeah, yeah, I understand That's, where you're coming from, though, because I think because yeah, yeah. I, I think we're I, th- I think we're just on two sides of like what what we come to Eminem mm-hmm. for. Um, well, it's, it's less that I come to Eminem for that introspective stuff. It's just that I know I know he he's not going to literally he said in a freestyle one time he's going to stop when he's fossil fuel. Mm-hmm. He's going to be rapping forever. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think it's going to be a good idea for him to still be, you know, throwing shots at YouTube reactors. Mm-hmm. It's like Jay-Z. Like 57. Because like Jay-Z exactly. got to an age where he was like, man, I got to put out 444. I got to put out <laughs> I got to put out grown rap yes. and talk about taxes. Yes. <laughs> and like, and like, I feel like I feel like Revival was the first step of Eminem getting to that. You know, if Eminem, mm-hmm. if Eminem makes a whole entire album based off of like that walk on water vibe, 10 out of 10 in my head. Like that mm-hmm. that's what it could be. But because people hated that entire album, and then a lot of people shat on Walk Order specifically when it came out, mm-hmm. um, I feel like we're never gonna get that because you know, the world has told him, We don't want that from you. We want you to be mad, we want you to pop off at any at everyone, and that's all we want from you. And I I feel like it's gonna be really hard to believe that once he gets into his late fifties, early sixties, mm-hmm. you know? Interesting. Honestly, cool. kind of on that lane, if Eminem can in the next like five years put out an album that is like a third as good as 444, I will be so proud of him. Because <laughs> like, man, I still love 444, and I Hell think yeah. that, 444 like, is great. That was such an a excellent... like not only good but really smart move for Jay Z to make. And I think if Eminem can pull something off like that, then hmm. I would definitely be interested. Nice. Yeah. I think, like I said, he has it in him, but we'll see if, with the reaction that Kamikaze got, we'll see if that's where he's led to believe he should go in the next album. Mm -hmm. Cool, Greg. What's your number one? My favorite album of this year is Memories Don't Die by Tory Lanez. That was my shit, bro. That came out earlier in March. First time, I think the first time I was on Super Throne Watch, I brought it up like, oh, I was really impressed by this. 
Mm, never, yeah. never put it down since, man. This shit's crazy. I think he really. I mean, I'm really happy this whole Jordan Lucas, Tory Lanez, uh, little rap battle a couple <laughs> weeks ago happened. Oh yeah, because I think that was like a real growing point for um for Tory. If you look at their followers and shit, like he he's just in a different conversation, and I thought a lot more people were aware of Joiner at sure. this moment, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just want to feel them two out, but I think yeah, I think he killed. Personally, I think he killed Joiner, but. Other than that, I also think on this that, album, yeah. <laughs> I think this is like a perfect go-to album for anyone that's new to him because I think he shows why he's better than a lot of people at their own game. Mm. Interesting. Okay. I still need to go back and listen to that one because Tory Lanez, I think I probably mentioned this the last time you are on Cool Greg, is like Tory Lanez is a person, uh, artist who I've been wanting to listen to for a while. I've just never found the time, mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of like similar to uh, some other people talked about, but like. Uh, I know for a fact if I listen to, to Tory Lanez, I will probably like Tory Lanez. Yeah. Um, and like even like the his interaction with Jordan Lucas is probably proof is also proof of that. Yeah. Um, because like I think like I think people look at Jordan Lucas as more of like a rapper, and people are like, oh yeah, Jordan Lucas is like like the superior rapper in the situation, and like Tory Lanez is probably seen more by people as like a singer, a pop artist, or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, He's the guy from Liddy. Yeah, exactly. But I think his mm-hmm. that back and forth between him and him, him and Joyner kind of proved uh, him to be like skilled um, in, in his in his rapping. And so, yeah. yeah, I think that was my favorite part of that exchange was there was one point when Joyner did a response song and it was doing the Joyner Lucas thing where you know he's rapping like super fast and then Tory Lanez responded and did an entire song like just as fast as him and then right at the end had something along the lines of like. Just saying, he's like, yeah, you're not better than me just because you can do this. Like, I don't have to rap as fast as you. I can rap better than you, but I can also go as fast. And that was like a big eye opening. Like, holy shit, he's mm. like really able to bring it. And that interested me enough to actually go back and listen to this album, which is damn good. Nice. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. So awesome. much homework today. Right? <laughs> Dude, I have so much to listen to. And the, oh the people God. who listen to this podcast also have a lot, a lot to listen to. So I would say it's been a yes. good episode. It's been a great episode. It's been really fun. So before we wrap up, of course, thank you guys so much for joining me. Uh, thank for thank you uh, for everybody who's listening. Thank you guys for uh, checking out the podcast. Uh, of course, uh, Super Thumb Watch is a bi-weekly podcast only on OkieBeast.com. Uh, over here, we discuss hip-hop music and break down the happenings within the culture. If you like that, subscribe to the show on your streaming service of choice. Rate us on iTunes and follow at OkieBeast now on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find Johnny Hayes on Twitter at Johnny Hayes with two H's. Uh, you can find Emmett Watkins Jr. on Twitter at EJ Sponge sixty one. Uh, also check out Lost Hero Games. Uh, and what where does EJ Sponge sixty one come from? All right, dead ass. The first time I made my first email account when I was like ten years old, I was like, okay, what am I gonna make? EJ because that's my nickname. Sponge because I like SpongeBob. And mm. if you put and if you put six one one at the end of it, it has a ring to it. EJ Sponge six one one, and I couldn't fit the extra one, so here I am. Wow, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that is that's amazing. a pretty good story. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. That is like peak internet right there. Where it's like, yo, all right, I guess I'm just making all the concessions right now. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Emmett Watkins I like was taken. Ten year old you was consistent, <laughs> like conscious of like, well, if my email is ever a jingle on a radio station somewhere, I'm gonna <laughs> want it to be good. So. <laughs> If I ever make a podcast, if yeah. I know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, of course, you can find Greg Geddes on Twitter at KindaCoolGreg. Uh, and also find him uh, on Kind of Funny, Behind the Ones and Twos, making sure the ship runs, all that good stuff. Hell yeah. Um, thank you guys once again for joining me. Until next episode, we'll see you guys next in Happy two weeks. Happy Season 2 of Throne Watch. Happy we Season 2. Yep. Well, Year 2. 
We're not really seasonal. 